Welcome back to the Biconics Internet Wrestling Podcast. Might sound a little different this evening just because right now you've just got me, JVL, John Van Luling, doing his little thing here and getting everyone set up and going on here again. But our regular hosts, Mikey and Minnie and Adolfo and the Professor John, are all right now either on their way in or have some other things coming up. So we're going to be doing it solo here until Mikey shows up in about five minutes here for the second night of the WWE Draft. So yes, we are getting set up here for Raw on the 1st of May, and we're going to be going through all of these wonderful things and setting up people who are going to be drafted over to either brand. We have our list, though, of the original bit there that came through on the show itself, as well as others. To refresh your memory here, we had four. Night one, we had... I'm actually going to pull this up right here. So, round one. SmackDown got... Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman, all the bloodline, but not the Usos. Raw, their first pick was Cody Rhodes. Then we had Bianca, the Raw Women's Champion, moving to SmackDown, and Becky Lynch to Raw. Round two saw the Street Profits moving to SmackDown. Imperium, all three, including Gunter, our interna- uh, Intercontinental Champion, going to Raw. Edge to SmackDown, and Matt Riddle to Raw. Round three, Bobby Lashley to SmackDown. Drew McIntyre, the Scottish Psychopath, going to Raw. The OC, Gallows, Anderson, Meachin, and AJ Styles to SmackDown, and The Miz to Raw. And then in round four, Damage Kertol going to SmackDown, all three. Shinsuke Nakamura to Raw. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, going over to SmackDown somehow. And then also, Indy Hartwell, the NXT Women's Champion, going to Raw. And then after the fact of that, they then the next night announced a bunch of others here. Going to Raw were the Viking Raiders Valha- with Valhalla, Dexter Loomis, Candice LeRae, all of Maximum Male Models, Natalia, Sonya Deville, Chelsea Green, Apollo Crews coming up from NXT, Zoe Stark coming up from NXT, and JD McDonough also coming from NXT, all going to Raw. SmackDown got Hit Row, wonderful, and Lacey Evans. And free agents, which they've described as people that can float between brands, so far have been almost an MVP, Dolph Ziggler, Von Wagner, and Mustafa Ali. Basically, folks, they don't really have anywhere for them to go. So I'm getting set up here to watch the live, give you live reactions to what the draft is going to do, and hopefully we can get a good connection here because I keep losing my feed. But we'll have our hosts come on soon and talk it through. But right now, it looks like, in all honesty, we have quite a bit of people moving around some strange choices going in there, but overall the presentation has not been anything worthwhile that we have seen. So yes, I'm logging on here. I'm trying to get this all set up for you. Make sure we have you all good and listening in correctly. And I'm missing out on it right now. It's coming in hot and heavy. So hopefully we can get our things moved here. There we go. So here comes Triple H again, but coming up on top of the show, I'm assuming with four picks, just like last time, if this actually works. Oh, and they've blocked the feed on that one. Have they blocked all of our feeds? I may not be able to tell you what's going on here. There we go. So I'm a little behind now. I am not live on this, but I'm listening. I'll give you the best I can. Right now, we have Triple H coming out. They seem to be all very happy about him doing this in Fort Worth, again in Texas. Weird that they're doing all this all in Texas again. They've got the giant table sitting out there with what looks like to be a championship belt next to it. But again... Not many responses or reactions. We did have a couple of views last time of the NXT locker room during it, as they people were called it. That's what I was hoping for all the other locker rooms, like we had in other drafts, but somehow it doesn't seem to be coming across that way. We had a Bianca Belair pre-taped one from her hotel room, which wasn't live, obviously, so she knew where she was going. So we come back to the whole thing of WWE had said nobody had known exactly where they were getting drafted to. They had no idea 
which place it would go to. So how can you have a pre-recorded reaction video to being drafted somewhere? It's kind of weird to me. So Triple H is standing up there at the platform again. Let's see what he says here. And folks, I apologize if I go dead a little bit here. I am listening as I'm going and uh, this is doing the best I can for commentary. But honestly, nothing else has changed about this. The presentation is just a table. It is a table next to a table holding the World Championship, which looks basically like a butthole, which you cannot get around now with where it's placed. And on top of that, it's just an opening promo segment on Raw. Not the most grabbing or attention-gathering, but here he comes. Crowd is loud there in Fort Worth, though. They are in for this. He's reading off the cards. He's reading his entire promo off the cards as well, so it seems like a Hall of Fame speech. This, again, not really interactive, but he's doing as best he can. He's setting the ground rules again for the draft. So he's just going to be over, over the basic roles again and the rules that he set down. And he is not setting down again what the what the free agents are going to be here. We're actually wondering exactly what that means, if it's going to be a just rule of small, lower mid-carters that they can use as fodder. Or are they going to be doing anything else? Yeah, and that's basically my question here is that what these free agents are... It's not a, a wild card rule as much because they're not just people they want to see... But I guess since they can't don't have creative for them, like Von Wagner, for one, who has no charisma and is being brought up from NXT because he's big and Vince loves him, it seems like they're either Vince projects or people that they want to use as sure hands to lose all the time, like Dolph Ziggler or people in that ilk. Mustafa Ali, unfortunately, who is very good, but they're not using him in a very strange way. So again, we're looking at what can be in this draft. This is the way to end it out. And we can pull up uh, kind of ideas of who can be drafted tonight, but it's going to be obviously the U.S. champions going to be drafted, a bunch of other big draftees. The tag team titles could be being drafted right now. We do not know. We are still waiting to see here. I'm refreshing my feed here because obviously the stream is getting blocked on certain things because it's not supposed to be going and I'm not watching it very legally, but it's okay. We'll get that there. All right, let's see if we get the first couple of picks here. I'm just trying to get my feed up and running again, which it's not. Oh, we gave it a shot. I'm not much of a help here, again, without having a feed in front of me to watch. I'm being a personal person that doesn't pay for cable. Tough to have this go at this point, so I'll see what I can find here. Again, I'm sorry, technical issues on our side here. Trying to get things up and running, and things are not good. Well, I may be missing some of the picks, but we'll come back to them later. We'll talk about it as we go along. But yes, I'm here with you. I'm talking it through. And uh, trying to be as verbose and easily understood as I can. I'm waiting for my... Oh, I've just jumped in here. Rhea Ripley has been chosen for Raw. Not a not surprised. If they already have the Raw Women's Champion going over to SmackDown, they were going to do this for Rhea Ripley. We saw this coming a mile away. But then they're switching with the title. So how are they going to exchange the titles or what's going to change? So she was obviously the first round pick for Raw. Here's the second. And so they're picking the U.S. Champion. So... Austin Theory is now going to SmackDown. Again, Intercontinental title being on Raw. Not on, Again, the first round, no surprises so far. Rhea Ripley, Austin Theory. I'm wondering what the first pick was for SmackDown. I didn't catch that, so hopefully they'll reiterate that. I'll be able to see that in a second. But so here's the last pick in the first round. Oh, commentary by Triple H. Oh, Seth Rollins. So Seth Rollins is going to SmackDown, I'm assuming. No, he's going to Raw going to Raw. That makes sense. Send Seth Rollins over to Raw. He was the one that wanted to run for this, or go after this title, so obviously he's going to be the one that you want. Oh, this feud is terrible tonight. I at least caught that much. I don't know what's going on with it, but 
WWE must have caught on somehow. Switching my servers again, see what I can catch. But I am having trouble watching. I don't know, but it could be their feed as well that's just having trouble there too. Do not know. We're picking up on Discord, who could say? But the servers are having ob obvious issues getting set up and running here. I feel like it could also be my own technical things too. I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm missing quite a bit here, folks. I apologize. I'm having technical issues getting this going. And of course, without anybody else that could have a better way of setting this up, it's very tough to do. So we are doing our best here to get this up and running for you so I can get back in, see what's going on. But uh, other than that, four picks. I haven't seen the first pick yet, but the other three picks, nothing surprising. All the ones they had to address. Really, in this draft, it's more of we want to see what the middle rounds are going to be just because of the mid-cards that they would pull, things that we do, who they would pull from. I'm surprised Charlotte Flair wasn't like a first pick there or anything else that she's still in the running for a lot of stuff here. But yeah, so I am hanging, waiting for this server to come back up and run around, but don't know what's going on here. Sorry, folks. Again, all you're hearing is me clicking, doing stuff about that, making sure that we have all this set up and running. And uh, yeah, we're doing our best with it. We're doing our best. Unfortunately, as I've said multiple times, I am not uh, someone who pays for cable or other things like that, so therefore, you're not going to have that much for me here. Till I can get some sort of feed. There we go. So now we're on Paul Heyman coming out here, so I'll get back to that when they can go through some of those other ones here. I did not get to that first one. Obviously, we're having issues with my stuff is going on, and uh, I can't be up there, but right now we're sitting there, and basically I am... I'm, again... The draft itself is pointless in a lot of ways, unless you're going to have a hard brand split of any part, which I don't know if they will. Basically, it's just a little tough to be able to get anything through on this and to understand how WWE is going to hold the, all this accountable and keep people on the same brands themselves with a free agent rule in between. So I'm not sure exactly. Not exactly sure. And I am having nothing but problem with this feed tonight, so I may not be able to be that that good i'll have to let mikey know that and this may not be a thing we may just report on it afterwards but we're trying we're doing what best we can good yep interesting you bring raw paul out on raw after being drafted to smackdown just to talk about that weird speed is having trouble i know that is going after a bunch of these right now they've been taken down a couple times so we're doing our best this is interesting. I'm going to contact Mikey in a little bit, actually, once he gets out of his meeting, and hopefully be helpful. But again, I'm also on the East Coast, so I'm watching this live, whereas they're going to be at like dinner time for a lot of their stuff, a lot of my other co-hosts, so it's tough. And I'm low. I know I'm low, and I'm talking low in podcast range, almost like NPR. I'm doing my best here with it, but these servers are just not responding. I don't know what's going on here. Sorry for the dead air, dead air, folks. I am still trying to fix this up here. So, again, my thoughts so far. Jaded WWE fan, sort of lapsed fan, basically. Ah, oh, oh, sorry, going back to this, Paul Heyman's just talking about the about the, the title and all that and why we should even be worried about it. And It's very just, it's perfect. Like, they already went in, they're trying to downplay this entire thing anyways and make it seem like it's not, it seems like a consolation prize to be going, and Paul's just going after that thing now. But in general, I'm a Laz Laps fan. I don't know if this will save it. There's too much of Vince involvement in a lot of stuff. And yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to be able to watch this and not think to myself that there could be so much more here. I do also apologize for if there's any cat noise in the background. 
for some reason my cat feels like screaming at this point in the night and we don't know why I think she thinks she's alone I'll keep trying this folks I'll keep trying to see if I can watch any of this but I may not be the best person to give you anything on here be for a lot of reasons mostly that I have ad blockers on my computer and they could be blocking a lot of stuff but then again I want to keep myself safe while doing illegal things oh good lord we're just running into issues on these servers and I understand why Oh, there's Seth Rollins. So Seth Rollins interrupting Paul Heyman. Interesting. All right. So again, we know that the first four picks were pretty much ones they had to address for either championships that were sitting around or anything else. I wonder if they did do the tag champions or not. I'm pretty sure they probably did to keep them away from the Usos, but they may also be left later for the later in the night. But they got Austin Theory, they got Rhea Ripley, and they got Seth freaking Rollins. So, you know, Raw got two of those and SmackDown got one or two. I can't remember. So that's also interesting. They drafted Rhea outside of the Judgment Day, and they haven't done Judgment Day yet, so you'd assume they'd bring Judgment Day over to Raw. They weren't drafted last week. Why would they keep it on SmackDown? But so that's obviously... The hope, the hope is that they'll push Rhea by herself. She has earned that at this point. She has definitely shown that she can carry that title and do other things with it. And I'm also really excited. They've shown a couple times, obviously, to make her look like she's getting beat up. She has one of the best DT cells in the business today like she spikes herself hard like Zelina Vega on on last Friday giving her DDT at the end of the thing there she came in to beat her up was interesting and she, again is the same move that they used in the Charlotte match to start where the energy of the match at WrestleMania started to pick up is when that she spiked herself that way very interesting that she's going there Seth Rollins obviously going to be going for that separate title and uh, we have Austin Theory carrying the US title into Raw to be basically what's going around when it was carrying to SmackDown, sorry, carrying to SmackDown because obviously they need some sort of title on SmackDown to be fought for. Which means they're also valuing the U.S. title over the Intercontinental title at this point, which is interesting. To say the the Intercontinental title has always been the workman's belt, and the U.S. title, while a good TV title, has never been one that like has made anybody, even since John Cena. So having Austin Theory bring it over there, it's going to be a quick loss, obviously, to Bobby Lashley at this point. He's over on SmackDown, put it on him again. I don't know. But we've got Cody, we've got Seth. Brock hasn't been drafted yet. I'm assuming Brock's going to be drafted over to Raw tonight because they're going to have to do that, unless they're not going to do that for Backlash. Because, again, is Backlash a pay-per-view for both brands, or is it going to be one for just Raw stars or anything else? Are we going to have monthly pay-per-views for each one, or one month is one brand, one month is another? They still haven't addressed any of this, and yet the draft is going on for brands. So, again, we have so many questions that are not answered. We have so many issues with the fact that it's just not presented well. It's just a wrestling day with a couple of extra things thrown in. There isn't a special part of this, and I'm wondering why I'm wasting my time. And now Paul Heyman has gotten on his phone talking to Roman Reigns. That's how they bring Roman Reigns into these things without him having actually to work. Does Roman get royalties from this? All right. They are singing. Very nice. The crowd is singing, Seth singing, and Paul Heyman's complaining he can't hear the tribal chief on the phone which is awesome. Seth's dancing around in a see-through, kind of like piratey shirt, which is an interesting choice. From what I gather, he and Becky have just been going, like, can we find the most outrageous thing we can ever find and wear that and who can wear it better? And they're one-upping each other back and forth. So I guess a couple goals there. Uh-oh, there we go. There we go. Oh no, Seth Rollins is pissing off the tribal chief. 
So I haven't said before, if you ever want to find me or listen to more of my voice things right now, I am putting together a website for my voice acting work, but I'm also available at The JV Lexicon on most social medias, and I do act, I do voice acting, I do a bunch of other stuff, so please find me, hire me, let me do stuff, and if Liquid Death, if you're out there again, I'm drinking you right now, I'm enjoying your product, really would love to have a little bit of, time, a bit of your time to go to our audience and say, this is delicious stuff. Just tried the iced teas literally yesterday, loved them as well. All right, I'm not alone anymore. We're bringing in Mikey as someone's entering. At this point, Solo's coming down to the ring to save Paul's ass. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> talking about how I missed the first pick of the draft. We'll probably see it brought up somewhere else. But of the other picks we've gotten so far, Rhea Ripley going to Raw, obviously, with the SmackDown Women's Championship. Austin Theory going to SmackDown, and Seth freaking Rollins going to Raw. Or where they left at that point. And now we have Solo almost kicking Seth's ass. All right, I am going to figure it out. I will look at my news reports to see what we missed. But hi, listening audience, I'm happy to be here. I was expecting no, to be not, here. Not bored with me completely. That is an absolute lie. Don't ever say that. I there forbid couple, you. There were a couple things of dead air where I was trying to fix my problems to get this feed running, which I'm finally going. I think I picked number three, and it's working okay. But in general, it's the same setup. There's nothing new. The Triple H went over the rules, the same ones from last time, and there's been no difference in presentation so far. So we're gonna have three hours again of blah, which is gonna be interesting, but whatever. Mikey, your internet is so choppy now. And it should be fine now. Okay. It had a weird hiccup. I know, I miss me too. And apparently now the tag team champions live in Raquel are going against Bailey and Dakota Kai, not EO on raw, but didn't damage control go to smack. I don't know anymore, man. I don't know. See, this is the thing. The brand split doesn't seem like it's going to be holding. Yeah. Damage controls on SmackDown, but they're doing raw. And so I'm saying, when does this take effect? What is the, after the draft is backlash part of this draft thing? I'm confused. And that's the other thing that's gotten me here is that they haven't explained how the inner workings of this are going to work. They're just drafting people. <laughs> which is freaking bizarre. That's really bizarre. Yeah. So I, I, the problem, again, while I was here by myself, I was asking a lot of questions, didn't have a lot of answers, going through my thoughts about it, and just, like, hoping we get something different, and nothing different so far. But the SVU episode beforehand was disturbing. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But it is the USA Network, so... That's very true. Uh, yeah, Mikey, basically that's where we are at this point. A match hasn't happened yet. Solo and Seth just basically almost got into it. And they've had the draft and then a promo. It's a three-hour show. they got to build to it. So they, they don't have enough ideas to really carry a three-hour show. But obviously we need to keep it three hours for all of, the, all of our ad revenue here that we're getting for this, like Bud Light Seltzer. All right, let me see what the do. Let's check on the social medias to see if I missed anything okay here we go so let's see okay so now i see where you the where the first pick got missed <laughs> so they, so the first round of the draft going to raw is Rhea and Seth, and then going to smackdown austin theory yeah so theory's going to smackdown and charlotte is staying on smackdown so that was the pick you missed charlotte i joked, I joked that it was charlotte and so charlotte was the number one pick <laughs> Which is even more fucking ridiculous. You picked her over. Oh, my God. Why? She's bodybuilding right now. She's not even going to be on SmackDown. Eh. 
I joked, and I shouldn't have joked. I knew they would pick Charlotte first. Of course they would. Oh, God. Again, not surprising. Not surprising at all, but still very... It, I, it gets me where I'm like, I know I shouldn't be angry about it. I know it's just wrestling, and they, but there's no reason for this. Just do it. Do it as an do it like Pat Patterson's international tournament that he won the first intercontinental title in that didn't happen. Just do it off <laughs> camera somewhere. Yeah, it's there's no practical to it. There's no reason for it for people. There's no event. So why do you need to take up your time with it? That is very true. To watch to get us to watch. <laughs> we're watching. I don't usually, and we're watching. Yeah, but like I said, it makes it better that we're watching together than what I normally do and watch it by myself. Oh, that'll be me on Wednesday. Watching <laughs> all alone. Aren't you? No, that's next week. You're there live, huh? I'm not there live. Oh no, I won't be there live. And it's not next week. It's in two weeks. I'll be watching it live in the hotel room. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought you were going to be like in person. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> no, I'm just able to watch cable TV because I'm on a hotel room paid for by my job. <laughs> Roads. Le Roads. Am I ahead of you? Am I behind you? You're actually ahead of me this time. Oh wow. All right, I'm going to wait then and not tell you everything on there. Ooh, Adam Pierce. It doesn't matter because uh, like this, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. No. None of this yeah. matters. It doesn't. Oh, my God. So they're hyping up the show. They're doing it normally. I, Mikey, so how are you feeling about the draft so far, about the picks, especially the ones that were happened after the show on SmackDown? They were very interesting. And in fact... Let's go over those again for the listening audience because they well, didn't get through, that. I went through all of them. I, 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 I ran down all this stuff. Okay. We, know those ones, we can do it again, whatever you want to talk about on that one. No, okay. If you already ran through the day, night one, then I don't need to. But let me see. Really, I'm not necessarily surprised on the Saturday picks who ended up going where. I'm a little confused as to what constituted a free agent which they still have not clarified, even though there's been a couple social media posts that they think of what's going on, but don't know. So I'm like, this I swear to God, if all the champions get drafted to the main roster, I'll be like, what the fuck are we and doing? That Carmelo Hayes. He's not coming up. You know what? You never know, bro, because main rosters fuck NXT. They've done it before. <laughs> and then they screw them over when they get up there. Exactly. Need I remind you about how Karrion Cross was current NXT champion when he lost in like 14 seconds to Jeff Hardy? Yes, I remember that. It was a sad. It was a sad day for me. <laughs> Not so much that Karrion lost. It's just like this is NXT. Don't, this is the death. The beginning of the death of NXT. It's true. It's very true. At least the black and gold NXT. <laughs> the match going on right now, though, all four graduates of NXT here. Which, by the way, I do want to talk about that for our next standard episode because everyone's... So after the current Four Horse movement, a lot of people are like, who would you say are the next generation of Four Horse women for them? And I was like, I have my answer, but people might not be happy about it. No, we're not happy about it. I already know that I won't be happy about it, no matter what your answer is. I just will contrarianly not be happy about it. It's weird because these... Minus one of them, the other ones are just being thrown around all over the place. Well, actually, no, minus two of them. The other two are, like, being thrown all over the place. Yeah. So, after Bailey, Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha, a.k.a. Mercedes Monet, we'll talk about her during at some point, but I can't wait for this Thursday, but that's for different reasons. My next generation of the next class of NXT girls who are going to become the horse horsewoman, and people are going to be upset with me when I say this, 
and just because, in my opinion, the next big four is Bianca, Rhea, Raquel, and Liv Morgan, honestly, which is weird to say. Disagree. Totally disagree. Two of them. Which, I, which is fine. Because <laughs> Bianca and Rhea, always, they, I mean, they proved themselves to be. But then you've got a couple of other ones you pick from. I don't feel like Raquel's at that point where she's going to be running the division or anything else. She's really not I, She's not lived up to that. Liv could probably be in that conversation. But then I feel like also EO or Dakota, one of the two from Damage Girl, probably EO herself because she's going to the title. Yeah, I feel like of the two right now, based on NXT and main roster so far, despite main roster being horrible with them, I think EO probably would be better. I just need, once Raquel starts doing some single stuff and then starts running the division, then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to change my mind a little bit. Me when Raquel actually is given a character. Yeah. There's a smiley woman that's big and has a big back. Like, that sets her apart other than she's larger and like she has listen into, like, the outside of my or... personal feelings and how i viewed the whole vaccination situation with her and what her thoughts on it which was but i was just like i can overlook it because you're like one of the outside of zelina vega you're the only other mexicana in this women's roster man and i appreciate that there there's a feeling especially for like something close to you like the way you grew up with that but that's not forgivable for what she said about vaccination stuff and everything else i'm sorry i know your race and your background does not change the reason that you're making idiotic choices i, I know dating Braun Strowman, but <laughs> oh, that's right i forgot about that yeah no i would what i would love for raquel is if she really wants to get into something good is that either gets in a rivalry with or starts a tag team like brothers of destruction with Rhea, where they just wreck people get get a heel Raquel going with her and or make them both faces that they're just like really that good that can be her place to be that but right now she's just floundering and doesn't have much to do she has the titles with Liv but that was a thrown together team I don't know and the match so far has been okay that was a fun spot there with Bailey reaching her foot out for Kai to tag her and the referee calling it off it wasn't a real tag and then Bailey just like raking the eyes and do all the stuff behind the referee's back Interesting stuff there. Again, some stuff that I'll probably see on Botchamania at some point, but I, I get you on that, Mikey. I just don't think that... And these are my opinions, too. Like, I, you could be very right that they're the four, new four horsewomen. But. I'm just looking at currently. I'm not saying that my my opinions are like the end-all, be-all, but in my opinion, just based on my what I see, def, I feel like we both can agree that Bianca and Rhea definitely are part of that conversation because outside of them being current champions, I feel like the last year or two, they've despite some shitty booking and some creative, they have pretty much dominated a lot of the roster. Since they came up, even with the weird booking they had early on in their career, they dominated enough that they were standing out. They were in a tier with Asuka for a while because Asuka was in that, like, in-between with the Four Horsewomen stuff that she was also NXT coming up, but obviously that's been, like, squandered and squandered more, and now do we know if she actually re- asked for her release? Is that a lot I don't know. It makes me upset. Asuka and Shin... And I put Shinsuke in the same boat. Asuka and Shinsuke deserve better. Oh, they do. And I feel like Asuka just needs to, to leave. There's nothing for her in, in WWE. They have done nothing to help her out. But she's also about done with her career anyways. She's really about done. So, I don't know. I would love for her to go on a run, like tear through the WWE and like really be what she's supposed to be. But I just want, if she is going to retire or quit, I just want one more run and then I'll be like, I'm okay with that. But you know what? I want whatever makes Asuka happy at this point. That I'm, that's all I care about. That also may mean going home and being closer to her family. Who knows? And I'm okay with that, because that's what Kyrie did. It's true. It's very true. And then Kyrie 
got to wrestle a bunch of people she never thought she would get to wrestle, and now she's in, in a cool women's-only promotion again that's getting some push from Bushy Road. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I would just, they deserve better. Speaking of women deserving better, this is just a personal this is just a personal thing, but I'm excited to watch Impact on Thursday because at tapings we get the debut of Miss Trinity Fatu, aka Naomi, formerly known oh, as Naomi. It, wasn't because CM Punk was in the back? Listen, wasn't this is a hot. Was there in a green wig? <laughs> this, yeah, Mercedes was also in the audience too, which was interesting. Yeah, but she was hiding. She was yeah. Hiding. <laughs> it's really sad that they can't go support friends because it's depressing. A little bit. It's really depressing, but I'm excited. And again, this is what I brought up on Friday, but I'm going to hammer it home while we're watching this match. I'm up. I shouldn't be because this is the Internet, but I get annoyed. I was just like, why are y'all are being racist and sexist? And I was just like, you guys were praising Mercedes for doing this. But when Trent, but now that Trinity is doing the same thing, y'all are they're dumping so hardcore on her. And I'm like, I don't get it. I mean, it's the difference between between Mercedes and her, I guess, for how they're viewed in the hierarchy of it. Like, Naomi, for a lot of people, while she was a very good athlete, she wasn't as popular as Sasha Banks was in WWE. She never was. I agree. And she wasn't, in, in a lot of people's minds, as good a wrestler, but also just people are just ta- not weighing both the same and not giving each of them a chance there. Like, if Trinity had showed up in NJPW or in stardom that might have been a different reaction than going to impact because impact is also the redheaded stepchild for all that's good things in the women's division <laughs> redheaded stepchild of wrestling so i don't know if that, like her making that choice like if if mercedes had gone there again she might have gotten some flack too for going there into AEW or anything else like it's a stigma which is not earned but it's what it is and i understand like People shit on Impact a lot of the time, too. And I'm like, I can see that because the the Bischoff-Hogan era of booking was... <laughs> what booking? That part. Outside of booking themselves. Huh. But I still hold true that in the time of this recording, in 2023, Impact's booking of the women's division is the best across all the major brands between WWE and AEW. They've got more to do. They have yeah. so much more to play with, and they build their stars up and give them work, like creative. Mostly because their male stars suck, or at least a lot of them do. So, right now, there's not a lot of choice because Josh Alexander is out on injury. Mickey James dropped the title because she's out on injury. But I'm not mad that Deanna is champion again. <laughs> Deanna will have a good run with that. I think Deanna's going to have a good proper thing. I'm just saying the male superstars, the ones that they were building and had good things, all moved over to Ring of Honor, basically, and are all, all over there now. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. So who are your main really? contenders? I will say, I think had Josh not got injured, it would have been a momentous occasion because at Rebellion a couple weeks ago, Steve Macklin definitely would have defeated Josh. I enjoyed the match, though, that we got between him and Kushida for the vacant title, which is weird that, to see. It, that match was so good. It sounded like it was a lot of fun. You guys can always go watch it back. Y'all have access to my fight account. It's true. We can. Do I want to take extra time? I don't know. Probably not. Now, Damage Control won, but they didn't win the titles. Helpful. I swear, if this ma- if we get a repeat of this on we've done so well i don't want a pre-show match i don't want a pre-show match for backlash either. and i'm like also why are you having them win if you want bailey to break off from them and like do whatever else with bailey is like gonna be 
Booker T. Oh, look at that. We finally got a women's legend to be part of the trap. Wow, it just took us how long? <laughs> Only because she's going up there with her husband. I know. It's depressing. And we're still and we're still beefing with some of the other women too. I'm like, you guys, I need y'all to get it together. But in general, like, I thought if they're going to be doing the stuff again, it seems like creative doesn't know what to do with. Them. You have damage control winning when they've been losing forever. What is going on now? Like, I don't get that. I don't know. But yeah, so back to our impact talk, right? Yes, let's go to the impact talk. I'm trying to think. So if we're going to talk about big players, there's not a lot of them right now. For goodness sake, at Under Siege in a couple of weeks, Steve Macklin will be defending that title against PCO of all people. No, not hating on PCO. I think the man does things that he shouldn't do at his age, but he's entertaining as all hell. But, like... I know that Steve is going to beat him, and the narrative right now is Steve Macklin is do Basically, Steve Macklin, I think, is doing what the Forgotten Sons was supposed to be in WWE. Very pro-American, like, I can be any Canadian because he hates Scott Demore right now. It's real. It's giving me really weird vibes, and I'm like, okay, Impact. At least the last two years I've watched, you have been very good to me of not pulling WWE levels of bullshit. But let's not tow this line now. The racist vibes are very tough from that, too, because it's. I don't want to get super political about it, but obviously that's the line you walk with that as well now, which is terrible. And I'm just like, it was so weird because, like, the championship ceremony, like, the changing of the guard thing, like, I know what that is because I am a kid of a military person, and I'm just like... It was really weird to see this kind of thing in my wrestling. Like, I know I suspend my disbelief for a lot of things when it comes to characters, but I was watching this and I'm like, okay, it wasn't bad, but like something doesn't add up here for me. I feel weird about it. Yeah, no, I, I totally would get that. That's how I felt when they had the Forgotten... What's the name? The, forgot, uh, the Forgotten Sons? Forgotten, the forgot, I don't remember. who I just forget what their name could have been. <laughs> but in general, them, I always they came off just the shade of the wrong end of blue lives matter and i was like i don't like this on my wrestling and stuff and that they're catering to an audience so yeah because pcos i'm trying to think the only other PCO was a quebecer was a quebecer <laughs> i will say i do appreciate the fact that we do have husband and wife champions currently in impact right now because yes. steve and diana are married and by the way i'm gonna send you a video later i saw it on facebook because this weekend, Gunther and Jenny got married. And to watch the dance and the reception was something I did not know I needed from Gunther. I was just like, this man is my new favorite. <laughs> and didn't they just release an awesome new t-shirt of his, too, that I think my friend just sent me, actually? Yes. Gunther with the handprint. I want it. I want it, so I'm going to get it when I in my next paycheck. I'm like, a... but... I have to save at this point, because I want to get a Rivian. It's never going to happen, but I want a Rivian really, real bad. That would be so good. I'm trying to think. Honestly, Rich Swan could probably face Steve. I don't know how we're going to get to it, but eventually we are down the line. I think the main goal right now until Josh gets better, we're going to get Steve Macklin versus Nick Aldis at some point. I'm get yeah, I'm pretty sure if not at Slammiversary, then probably Bound for Glory. But that's a long time for Bound for Glory because yeah. that's in October. Yeah, I don't think they can carry it that far. Slammiversary is in July, so I could see it to Slammiversary. They're going to have to bring somebody in to, for a long-term part that's not feasible. It's got to be Cause you, Yeah, because your other men at the moment, they're either stuck. They're either in the tag. By the way, the men's tag team division is really good. 
an impact in my opinion. But then you also the, your mid carders are stuck in the X division scene. Like under siege, it just got announced today that Alex Shelley will be facing Trey Miguel for the X division title, which should be a great match, by the way. Alex Trey Miguel is great, and Alex Shelley is is Alex Shelley. <laughs> there you go. Even I know who Alex Shelley is, and I don't watch Impact, so. 20 years of wrestling. It's crazy. Him and PCO just have old people go at it. I don't know. Yeah, the men's division is really interesting because... I don't think it's interesting. I think it's decimated. They have lost everything they needed to be able to carry that through. And luckily, their knockouts division is really good. But... They definitely need... They need a resurgence of men's talent because their women's roster, there's an, there's a lot of things. They got some great talent. I will forever stand Trinity, but you have Jordan Grace, Deanna Perazzo, Tasha Steeles, and then even your mid-carder women's, you have the Death Dolls, the Coven. When they have women's stables, you have enough people doing all women's stable. Masha Slamovich is fucking crazy. I love her. And then they signed Jody Threat from Canada. I love me some Jody Threat. Isn't Masha, like, coming up soon? Don't they think that she's going to go to AEW soon? No, I haven't heard reports of her going to AEW, but right now Masha definitely is in Impact a lot, and she's there, and she's also, she's currently the GCW Hardcore Champion, too. <laughs> oh, that's right, I forgot about that one. Because she that. beat oh, Nick Gage for the title, and it's crazy. I could see John, Impact also has, Impact has Jonathan Gresham and Mike, Speedball Mike Bailey, too, so y'all can do something with that for now. Maybe, all right, here's the next picks. All right, here we go. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, I should be taking notes, huh? Yeah. Damn, it took him this long to get those guys over there. Second round, too. That's surprising. Like, I thought instead of Charlotte, they should have been one of the first picks. How rude. <laughs> How rude. But if they're on Raw, where are the Usos going? There's So, so the whole bloodline's on SmackDown. Interesting. I thought they would have put the Usos on Raw. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, of course they do. Of course. The Judgment Day. Which, they put Rhea on there. If they're going to keep them together, they need to put them on Raw. That makes sense. I like Rhea's tweet. Is If my boys don't get drafted to where I'm going, everybody's effed. I wanted everybody to be effed. I'd love to see that reaction. That would have been fun and drama-inducing for the draft. Huh. I keep forgetting that Ray's officially part, <laughs> not a separate. He's part of He's LWO. He's the leader the highest selling merch in the last couple of weeks right there. Again, nothing surprising other than the fact of keeping the Usos on SmackDown, which is interesting. And the Judgment Day, we knew it was going to happen. They, with wherever Rhea went, they were going. But are they setting up then the Usos and the LWO to be the next big thing? Very interesting. All right, I'm catching up on my notes real quick. You do that. So far, nothing. as I said, nothing surprising, nothing out of left field. Not that we expect as much of anything from that, respectively. The WWE is not going to do much that they don't know right now. But I, again, I am happy the draft is happening now. Because, again, we talked about last time, when it was happening, happening closer to Survivor Series, it made no sense going into that part of it. You definitely do the draft after WrestleMania when you actually can have a good hard reset for the season. Now, these two oh, look. Oh, look. We're getting a repeat of <laughs> Friday. How else are you going to fill three hours? That is very true. Yeah, it's like we just so, saw this. So, I know. And I can say that because we were here when we watched SmackDown. 
Uh, yeah, ooh, Alpha, Alpha Academy, though. Academy so on, yeah, on WWE's social medias, I was laughing so hard because I guess they did a small little miniature tour around Europe, and they were in France, and there's a video of Alpha Academy. I forgot who they were wrestling, but they used French baguettes as weapons. It was hilarious. Very nice. Gotta love it. And I have a game tomorrow, so I can't see NXT live. I have to watch it later. Oh, Muffin, I'm so sorry. Listen, I will unapologetically be the person who watches NXT for this fucking brand. <laughs> you unapologetically watch Impact for this brand. I like Impact, and I like NXT to a certain extent. I will not appreciate, and it's nobody in this in this fi fatal five-way of a group that we have, and I don't care. The haters can say whatever they want. I know it's shit, but I like it anyways. <laughs> You, you, see, the more you call it out, the more it's like we're going to think, why are you protesting? Because no one's calling you out on it or have told you that you're an idiot for watching it. So I'm going to tell you, you I'm going to tell you, I wasn't before like this was when 2.0 started. And then I just saw the down decline of NXT. There was a point where I was ashamed to tell people I watched NXT because the uh, <laughs> terrible. Yes, it was terrible. But I was like, but I'm still I'm being positive. Like I could find certain things. Oh, everyone's going to Tots now. Domino's Tots. Tots are delicious, and I love them to death. I don't want Domino's making Tots. Uh, do we know if we're going to have anybody else? I thought Minnie was going to be in from the beginning of this. And he's kind of dropped off the face of the earth. I just don't feel like the other ones take it as seriously as we do. Adolfo putting his kid to bed. John having his kid have another class. and I say that I almost got in trouble for doing this tonight anyways, because although I had let Kier know about it, I didn't put it on the calendar, so they had made tonight the only night they could sew with Morgan downstairs, so they closed their sewing room over here to try to not get us as much noise. But they're like, had I known, I would have been able to plan better. I'm just upset about that, and they had every right to be upset at me for that. I know. To be honest, the draft was, even though we planned it ahead like a week and a half or so, it was last minute outside of our normal schedule. I still say we should have done the just not watch the draft, but just done the draft from on 2K23 when we had time. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Just a little bit. It's not your dad's hair loss treatment. Did you know that? <laughs> and may need Bosley in a little bit. <laughs> I just have long hair to cover it up, but I'm getting the widow's peak going back. Mm. Totally good stuff for our podcast listeners to be listening to on this us live reacting. But there's only so much we can talk about, like how much we just haven't enjoyed this. In general, I'm just it's I'm whelmed by this whole process. Like, I'm not, not over. I'm not under. I am just whelmed, and it would make much more sense if there was stakes to this. But there's not. Also, there's no trades. Like like you get the trades in the NFL draft, where like people will give away their pick for this to get this specific person, or they trade someone that's already on the roster over there. Like it's a normal episode of Raw with an extra little segment in it. Plus, it'd be even better. Like, you do one of these drafts, you draft a UFC person now because they're under a never. How weird would that be? Like, they don't announce all of a sudden, I'm drafting this person. They're in UFC. Now they're here. Maxine uh, Dupree. I was Maxine Dupree with them. She got drafted over to SmackDown. <laughs> now they're on Raw. I think they actually got drafted to Raw. Alpha I, didn't, but uh, <laughs> Maximum Male Models did. Yeah. You know what? Hold up. I still have all that info. Let me look it up real quick. Well, I'm seeing this with, now with, Maxine, uh, with Maximum Male Models. Is Rick Martel dead? I don't know. Because if he's not, why don't you have a legend like him come in for that? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, Ma Max and Mel Mottos are on Raw. They got drafted on Saturday. But Alpha Academy hasn't been drafted yet. 
No, not yet. They probably will. They have to tonight. They don't have to. That's very true. They could end up being the second half, maybe, I don't know, tomorrow on the social medias or whatever. Here's the other thing you pull on this one, if they were smart about it. If you're going to split up Otis and and Gable, draft Otis to Raw, but not Gable, <laughs> to be with the models. Yeah. This so on a com- I would watch over and over again right here. Honestly, I would too. Ricochet is great. Gable's Chad great. Gable is Chad Gable, enough said. Otis and Braun going at each other is actually kind of funny as well. I really like these tag teams. Like Ricochet and Bra- Ricochet and Braun have grown on me. That cell. Yes. That cell was awesome. But of course, they've got Braun in the match. He's got to do that to Braun. <laughs> Give me the big boys. It's the bowling ball versus the meat monster. Yes. Did Otis even duck there? Like he can't pull his neck. <laughs> he is Why so he tiny. Side rope. Oh, that's right, because he can't move fast. Otherwise, he would go... Ooh. And they'll never... Wow. Okay, oh, my one. goodness. Braun Strowman just picked up and slammed Otis. I saw. Otis. We also need to make that distinction. Do we need to call him Otis, or do we call him Otis? Let him go back to Otis Dozovich. Ooh. <laughs> that was a quick one. Uh, I was like, give me five more minutes. Let's we have three it. whole hours. Because we need a squash match. Oh, God. Let Otis be Otis. Oh, God, he's back. That means more NXT picks. Yeah. Now, the question is, am I going to be excited or am I going to throw my phone across the room? You would think you would save Adam for last. Of course not. No. He's already been in two parts of the storyline tonight. That is very true. Oh, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, this feel, honestly, this feels like my, with my other job trying to get me to come back to work where like they're just doing this without thinking through the logistics of how it's going to work. And right. And they're going to have to pieces as they go along. But the problem is this is a multi-million dollar company, multi-billion dollar company that just got sold. And you're trying to make a product that people can follow. What is your plan? Seriously, like, I, what is the plan? I have no idea. And I feel like they're going to get away with this because we'll keep supporting them. Even without a plan, because Vince McMahon doesn't allow a plan to happen. Don't know, man. And like I said, once we... It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, because we all agreed that we're going... Now, this is bad to say this on air, because it's only just the two of us at the moment, but we're all... We all want to see this thing go buck wild, right? Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. So, I get it, because it's easy... I'm going to yell at Minnie, but I know I think he had to cover for someone today, maybe. I I don't know if that's today or tomorrow, one of the two. But anyways, I know it's a lot harder for some of you guys, especially with those of you as family. So it's easy for me to say, you guys are doing it, but that's because I got nothing else going on. Hi, I'm here. I know, but I feel like you're my ride or die. (laughs) You have been my ride or die. Exactly. Because it just because exactly. the origin of this project was just me and you, yeah. And I ran into I, scheduling. It was my own scheduling problems that didn't allow it to happen. I don't know, man. I remember for the month after that, it took me a while to finally just be like, "Yo, you have to understand." When I say I'm not mad at you, I'm not mad at you. Like, you're yeah. making me feel bad because I don't want you to think I'm mad at you. I know, man. It's okay. 
I'm mad at myself. That's what it was. But in general, it is tough for people to get involved with it. It's the same scheduling bug when you do things last minute with anything else. And you try to build your, your life around what you can. But in general, these things will happen as if you're covering this kind of stuff. You kind of, I was, even looking today, what was it? World Culture, World Culture News today brought it up the fact that it was a, it's a bank holiday in England. So only one of them was in the office working on stuff because they're trying to give each other holidays off. But in the news world now, you're not allowed to have holidays. I still have to talk to the rest of the guys about this, but, and I know this is a long ways away, but I'm officially done with the school year by June 7th, yeah. which means well, I have well. nothing. Uh, yeah. Which means I have nothing else to do between the end of June and pretty much until towards the end of August. So I'm looking because I love when the, uh, my, the promotions we watch announce ahead of time when pay-per-views are going to be. So it's like, let me look at the schedule real quick. So, depending on everyone's schedule, I'm thinking as another bonus, what's it called? Another bonus stream. <laughs> we, we gotta think about that too, because remember, I'll bring this up as the one with the family in the room. Summer is also the only time we get with our kids a lot of the time that are around in that respect, so it's tough to balance that. But, because it's pre-announced, we can always look at it and see what happens. So, I'm thinking... And again, it could just be audio recording as we watch, but I'm thinking on June, Sunday, June 25th, I think that whoever's available, we can do Forbidden Door 2. Oh, I got, I will probably be in the air. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be, I want to, trust me, but I'll probably be in the air depending on my flight getting back from Chicago. And again, if not, then we have all in and all out as well. <laughs> One of the two. I would love to do all in. By God! Well, yeah. Hey there, say hey there, Alfonso. Hello. <laughs> Hi, hey. bud. Uh, I've, I've been by myself for a while tonight. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I my son was being very difficult to put down. It's I, I you want him to go down. I was feeling like I had to. Wow, bad bunny with the fucking kendo stick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. This street Lord. fight on Saturday is going to be so much fun. Now, I've heard I actually this actually brings up a good fact. So according to the reports I was looking at today, as of right now, Damien versus Bad Bunny is main eventing backlash. I'm not I mean, surprising where they are. I was about to say that that makes sense for the location. I still love that they bleeped out the cursing he did in Spanish. It's so great. Yeah. Mikey, do you want to go over the draft picks we've seen so far? So Adolfo, can okay, gotten, nothing surprising on this one either. It's called a San Juan street fight. That makes yeah. me laugh. Throw pina coladas at each other, and someone has I'm to ho- roll up with a fucking a fucking yellow a cart, and that needs see, to get fucking broken. See, I give Adolfo the expertise in this because this man, outside of him being Puerto Rican, he grew up on the island too. So there you go. I love uh, how Shawn Michaels is in a suit and he's wearing his sneakers. I was about to say, and he's wearing his and a cowboy hat and well, sneakers. Cowboy hats cover the bald spot. All right, let's see how mad I'm going to throw this notebook. I sw- they better not call any more champions because then we're fucked. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do here, but I know that. So Adolfo, the giveaway here is that last time they had Shawn Michaels out here to do stuff, they announced two NXT call-ups. So yes. Obviously, that's the thought they're going to do it to him again. Yes. Yep. But uh, yeah, we'll see how this goes. If they got uh, basically all the women's titles off that brand, I don't think they're pulling Carmelo. Probably, I don't think they're pulling him. Do you think they'll pull Wes? Maybe. All right, let's see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, it's Brock. Nobody yeah, cares. Well, you're in the building, so they're calling out each other. Wait. 
Le has Lesnar got drafted yet? No. Sir, what have we told you about this Undertaker jacket? <laughs> He's going to be wearing the gloves soon and the boots. Cowboy Undertaker. Anyways, I don't really care about the segment, so I'm going to talk over it for a little bit. So, Adolfo, so here's what we got so far in round two, night two of the draft. Okay. Round one, staying on SmackDown is Charlotte. Okay. First pick. Yeah, she was the first pick, which is interesting. Going to Raw, and she's your current SmackDown Women's Champion, is Rhea Ripley. Interesting. <laughs> well, Bianca for SmackDown on SmackDown, so... Yeah, yeah. so Bianca's on SmackDown, and she's the Raw. So we'll see what happens with those women's titles. Going to SmackDown is current U.S. Champion Austin Theory. So the U.S. belt is switching to SmackDown. Again, and then... The Continental belt is on Raw. And then ending round one, Seth Rollins stays on Raw, so that makes a lot of sense. Okay, then round two, the first pick of the second round is your undisputed tag team champions, Sammy and Kevin Owens. They are being drafted. They are, I, I want to say drafted slash staying on Raw because they go between both, but they're exclusively on Raw. And I put that in air quotes for our listening audience. But going to SmackDown is the Uso, so those two teams are being separated. And the bloodline is now complete. Now all the bloodline is on SmackDown. So that's interesting. Getting drafted to Raw is Judgment Day. So Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio are all on Raw. And then being drafted to SmackDown. Yeah. And being drafted to SmackDown is the entirety of the Latino World Order. So that is Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, Del Toto Cruz, and Zelina Vega. So those five are now on SmackDown. Point of information, the LWO merchandise is the hottest selling merchandise currently. It is fire. Yeah. I yeah. want to get it. I do. I Dude, I'm mad because I actually looked to check it for extra large because, you know, I am a manly size. And <laughs> it was all fucking sold out. I was yeah, so mad. XL has been sold out and medium has been sold out apparently. Everything else is still there, but double XL and medium. Yeah. <laughs> There was another shirt they released this week, This week, though, that I want to get to. I was telling Mikey this. They released a Gunther shirt with Gunther at the bottom and a big handprint from where he chopped it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Cody's coming out now. Of course he is. They're in the uh, dra oh, In so my soul. The round of the draft? Oh, right. They have three hours to get through. They can have time. To oh. Get see, see, I won't be watching yet. Yeah. I won't be watching Backlash Live because I'm going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy on Saturday. Oh, see, which I'm is still a lot Friday, of fun. So watch it live on Saturday. <laughs> seeing at the drive-in on friday nice double feature of that and quantumania which i haven't seen yet <gasps> yes here's the thing like i'm in the grand scheme of the marvel cinematic universe quantumania to some people wasn't that great but i ha don't have high expectations i just go to enjoy it and i enjoyed it right also, they've been scrambling now to cover for jonathan majors because of the whole <laughs> thing did you hear what they announced no they're thinking they're going to try to move Galactus up to try to cover for Kang. So give Kang some time for it to settle and recast him, basically. And they want to cast Antonio Banderas as Galactus. I would not really? be mad. I'm not going to yeah. be mad, if I'm being honest. That would be really interesting. Puss in Boots as Galactus. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh, hang on. My kid got out of bed. I'll be right back. It's, okay. it's a commercial. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing happened in that. They wasted an entire like what? thing for that. What, what was the point of? They each beat up local talent. They each did a bunch of seriously. Let me see. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what other. 
I mean, they announced it like literally after the show, just in other wrestling news in two weeks. No, next Wednesday, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, May 10th, we're getting a cage match with John Moxley and Kenny Omega. I'm like, Kenny, I'm ready yeah. for it. I'm excited. But I'm like, Kenny, I'm like, Kenny, you need to be careful. Where else were they going to go with that? There was someone else who was bringing up, like, why would you put them together now? I'm like, because they've been going after each other with screwdrivers on TV. We have to, something has to happen in that cage match because I still firmly believe we're getting blood and guts between these two teams at some point. Who else do they have for the Jericho Appreciation Society who's been (sighs) facing them as well? So I don't know how to, the JAS, now we're getting something between Jericho and Cole. Can we talk about this Britt Baker t shirt though? (laughs) Like, God, yes. So I was just with her on a bit of it. Like, I understand what she's saying. I'm with her. Like, if this was a man that was on there, no one would care. But at the same time, like, there's no context on the shirt like the other bloody shirts. If you're walking around with that shirt that you can't see, it's a wrestling t shirt, you're basically, it looks like you're just like all about domestic violence. I was like, exactly true. I, I didn't think about that, but you're right. There's no context on the shirt. So, how would you know? And I'm like, Brent, I understand, but you also have to see it from where everyone else is standing. It's a woman with a black eye on a t-shirt and no context for it. Yeah, because she, she brought up her blood and gut shirt and a couple of the other ones that she had, like her lights but out. There was context for that one. Yeah, it's an AEW lights out and all that stuff on it. And it sounds like AEW is getting close to announcing the their Saturday show. Collision is definitely supposed Hold up, yeah. I have the date set because I've heard rumors when it's supposed to air. I think yeah. supposedly, I think I've heard it's like Collision is on I, like the twenty, the seventeenth or the twenty fourth. Whenever like it's in like Chicago, of, wherever it is, yeah, where it is in Chicago, and I want to say it might be the twenty fourth because actually no, it might be the seventeenth. The point being. I think we're going to get that announcement either at the end of this month or soon. But more importantly, and this is just me, once Double or Nothing is over, I'm like, all right, AEW, let's do a better job than we did last year. You have a, you have four weeks to build to Forbidden Door 2. But I feel like we're getting small hints and bits here. Yeah, Forbidden Door 2, Forbidden Window. Forbidden Window. In, Ontar- Forbidden in, window. in Ontario, Canada. Ontario. Oh, yeah, I hope they can do something. I'm worried about also the Saturday show being where they split the roster, basically, like a brand split, basically, where people that don't want to work with others, leave. supposedly. Yeah, like vice versa. Yeah, that was the rumor. That's the whole point of it, to keep CM Punk happy and make you so FTR doesn't get to fight the Bucks because they're best friends with CM Punk. I don't know. There's just too many shows now, and they don't have enough good creative to get the shows they do have. Oh, he hit him in the ear on that one. He wrote to like full fist to the ear. That could have popped an eardrum. <laughs> Fucking Shawn Michaels. I swear. Even Shawn Michaels is over this shit. Ah. Uh, didn't. On the first night, didn't they draft to Raw the NXT Women's Championship? Women's. Hold up, I got it. So the women, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Alba and Isla, are actually got they got drafted to SmackDown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> wow. Oscar. Oscar. Honestly, I think Oscar should move to SmackDown. Give her more of things to do. Yeah. She do anything. I want her to. She's really good. 
Also doesn't show the first first women's Royal Rumble winner on there. Just former Royal Rumble winner. New day to run. Oh, didn't say Big E, though. Didn't say Big E. He is still I, technically re- recovering from, what was that, yeah. neck, sing- neck surgery or something like that? Yeah, they had surgery on it, but they had brought up that he was available for the draft, which they said that like he was he was back. So I was like, what are they going to do with that then? Because why would if he's still injured now, why would you put him on as for a drafting thing? Okay, so the brutes are staying on SmackDown. But Drew's on Raw, so no more Drew and Sheamus. Interesting. So that's putting some people in different places that we thought they would go, but also not. Utterly surprising. Again, I'm not seeing Big E in draft pool. Is he going to be a like a free agent somewhere until he gets off the injured list? What's happening with that? I thought they were breaking up the brutes to put Sheamus somewhere. That's also interesting. I guess not. Oh God, Matt Riddle. I just went back this week and watched a Matt Riddle Will Osprey match. It was really interesting. PWG. Short-haired Matt Riddle. Oh, Kevin right. does not like Matt Riddle. See. Okay, so hear me out, right? Yeah. I don't want KO to turn on Riddle, but I do want him to get annoyed with his shit. Yeah. I want to feel more so than he is now. So hear me out. So what I'm thinking is maybe, just maybe, if a Mr. Randy Orton is ready to go by SummerSlam, I would love to see these two feud for the titles at SummerSlam. That's just me, though. Yeah, but he's another one that's. So- had like neck surgery or something like that he's been out for quite a while for some problems <laughs> not neck but like spine issues or something i don't know again and this is just my own personal take on it right when you get a when you have to go through a severe surgery on a big body part like that like your neck your spine your knee you really you really need to reconsider like your options because especially when it comes to like your your back and your neck being in a physical profession like wrestling or or boxing or something like or or like football or whatever like you're literally one drop away from having a really bad day you know what i mean true it's also the mentality in this business that has always been it's that carny style of you really can't take a day off you can't deal with anything else you can't show that so you work right. your way back to it if, if that's your life and you just put yourself out there and have a shortened life because you work this job it's not a good thing but that's where it sits yep. so like how do you balance that with because for randy orton especially like biggie biggie unfortunately had not gotten as far as he probably could have and he was still in his prime randy's at the end of his career like he's already made him think of it i can see not wanting to rush back do anything else like that you've done everything you were right. literally just yeah. like, there to fill a spot and be a kind of a elder statesman and yep. so biggie it, it sucks because he gave his life over to this like he can't do his power lifting now that he did also like he, his whole life has changed and he's still positive about it and he's still a great person to be on the mic and stuff but that's what he wanted to do. That's what he gave his life for, and he's now unable to do it. So, of course, if he got the chance, he'd come back. Like all these people that had spinal stenosis, like Edge and Paige and all them that are back now that, like, you take the wrong neck bump and you'll be knocked out again. I yeah. forgot that this match was happening at Backlash. I'm going to be completely honest. It's because we thought it happened three times already. <laughs> also, as a side note, I want Matt Riddle to go back to, like, his booty shorts kind of short ring gear yeah, not what he's right. wearing not yeah. this 
not the standard trunk. I don't like it. I'm sorry. That's just me. Naked because he has no knee pads, no boots, no elbow pads, no anything. He's literally that's just what I'm there in I... his underwear. Yeah, you're bad. I did love when we were there. I was at Backlash, not Backlash, at Elimination Chamber and stuff like that. The people that are either contrarian or like very much just like all about the Usos, like pointing the one finger up whenever everyone else is cheering for the baby faces or saying F you to the, the baby face ones. Like they hated Kevin Owens. They booed him. They booed a bunch. <laughs> really? Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> really? Really? Yo. And he Guerrero'd it. That's funny as shit. I love it. <laughs> Come on, how many times have... Listen, I'm not going to lie, I never get tired of it. Ricochet's is still my favorite. <laughs> when he hit the chair and then threw it to Cedric Alexander and the way he fainted onto the floor. <laughs> he did the falling flat back. It wasn't even like a taking a regular bump. He just fell over. Yeah. Dude, I, when Kevin Owens went down, I was like, what the fuck? Was there a sniper? Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Love it. Go for the Eddie Guerrero spot. It's so good. And then I love like going back and watching when he tried to do it with the belt and like got and then Ray threw it back to him so he had to lay on top of the belt and the rest like checking him for it. Yeah. Oh, that was good. That was good. So far, draft. Meh. Three hours of this. Yay. Honestly, it actually had more action. I'm not gonna lie, despite the wonky finishes and some of the injuries, spring breaking was actually pretty decent last week. It wasn't terrible. It was not terrible. I watched it live, it wasn't terrible at all. Wasn't great. Nah, I just also see. I I didn't catch that it was Saul Ruka getting beat up out there in the outside that glass door. I had no idea who was getting beat up. It was just because the video was so weird and like shaky and stuff. You were way ahead of us there, adult. I know. We just got to that Clay Bueller thing. We just heard the thing in the background. Oh, well. that's hysterical because we're watching. Well, it. Illegally, yeah, yeah. I'm all bougie, okay. I'm bougie watching on Hulu, okay. You can afford that. <laughs> Technically, I would be watching this on my television because you know I actually have cable, but I can't really. It's hard to try to record when you're sitting on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I if had my son not also be using the Hulu account, I would have been. I would have been like, just here's my Hulu account. Let's let's just watch it on uh, watch it on my account. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I'm just not cool enough to have those accounts. I haven't paid for any of that stuff. I have I know. 18,000 other th streaming things that my, my daughter watches and my partner and I watch, but we just don't have Hulu and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really sad. Because, like, my students are like, Mr. Laguilla, did you watch this new show? I'm like, no, because I'm, more, I'm like, teaching and I don't have... People don't understand, like... My friends understand and they give me a little shit for it, but I'm dead serious when I said I'm like, you guys, like, from... September until June. What is the social life? I barely have time for any of that. Welcome to being a parent. I don't think my partner and I have caught up on half the things we would watch together at all because we, if we get a night together to watch something, it's rare. And it would have been tonight if I wasn't doing this. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I kind of lucked out because Alice is is watching movies with our family friend on on Netflix. Oh, yeah, we yeah, can yeah. edit that out. Yes, we will. Yeah, totally. We'll fix it in post. Just no like the first like twenty minutes of this podcast. <laughs> no, we're definitely keeping that in. <laughs> yeah, the the long silences while I was trying to fix the feed because I couldn't watch it. Listen, if I was able to get an hour by myself on Super Bowl Sunday with my family yelling and screaming their heads off in the background, <laughs> why didn't you invite them on? 
Yeah, they were watching they were watching the game and how do i put this my mom is slowly coming around but she'll really only watch she only really watches if roman's on screen but that's not because of storylines and talent it's because he's hot because and that's he's big hunky man he's hunky that is okay that is okay because as your as one of the resident bisexuals here like i can see that i'm like a i call it a bisexual like a bicycle because i can ride both ways <laughs> Your chain reverses. Listen, I'm finally come. It's bit. It's, it took a damn while, but I'm comfortable in saying all this now. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're comfortable saying it. You should be comfortable saying it. Oh, good. More super kicks. I did love the Bucks posting that thing about they wanted to fight the Usos just to see who set the world record for super kicks. Because that's all it would be. It'd just be super kick after super kick. There's another one. Also, the Usos' red sneakers start, are starting more and more to look like those like weird boots that Seth Rollins wore the other time. <laughs> I want one of those so bad, just because I think it'd be hilarious. What, what, so explain that to me, why it'd be hilarious. I'm old. I get them, they look like Mario boots. But... That's pretty much really it. <laughs> I thought there was like something else like behind it. I was about to say, <gasps> when did fucking sneakers become ring gear? Since, since they mm. had to do with Nike to provide Jordans for everybody. Yeah. See, if it were me, and I think the only two wrestlers I have seen them, I was just like, Nikes are overrated, and I don't think they're really good in terms of, like, grip-wise, and if you're, like, not even wrestling, but just athletic-wise. If I was going to look protecting, if I was looking for a shoe to protect my ankle, and, and this is just me because I'm a sneakerhead, right? Cora Jade, yeah, Cora Jade and Roxanne, like, they wear some sort of iterations of Vans, I've seen Cora do Converse. I'm like, girl, Converse, you do not want to wrestle in Converse. They're cool, but the high tops are very thin, and, like, you are always having to adjust. But Vans, I've seen wrestlers wrestle in Vans skater shoes, and those things are durable, and the grip is great. But, yeah, I think there's, like, a deal with Jordans and stuff like that. But also, I know wrestling boots are freaking expensive if you want to get another ones or anything else. And since all the wrestlers have to pay for their own gear. Yep. Hence why Matt Riddle wrestles in nothing. I always still feel I was like Riddle, you're gonna break it. You're gonna break something. I'm afraid like you're gonna get you're gonna get like ringworm. Ringworm. I mean, come on, man. That's like walking barefoot. <laughs> Trench foot. No, that's usually when you have him like locked up in mind. He'll be fine. Get the stuff you get in like showers at college. God, I hope that we get a shake of the commentary team, if at all. Oh, that'd be interesting. I think so. Oh, have Wade Barrett and uh, what's his name here? Not Corey Graves, but the other guy? Yes. Todd something. It makes me upset because these video packages are always fun to watch, but I was like, oh, EO, you don't stand a chance, girl. Oh, hell no. Which is sad because she's freaking amazing. Yes. But I'm excited. This match is going to be great because their NXT matches have been fired. Exactly. And they know each other well. Are they going to show when she fought her in NXT? No. The queen of war games, in my opinion. She jumped off the cell in a freaking trash can. She Oscar the Grouched it, and it was amazing. <laughs> that was my grandma's favorite spot when we watched it live. <laughs> I showed that I, my friend who had never watched war games who watched Survivor Series war games first. That was the first one. And so I showed him a bunch of other ones from NXT. I'm like, here's Io Shirai. Nice, Adolfo. Hey, you are. You know, Oscar the Grouch again. He was surprised how good the Viking Raiders were in the, in the old NXT war games because those are really. I still think my favorite pop is like when Team Champa was looking for a fourth member because it was him, 
Keith Lee and wow, and then just Kevin Owens blew the roof out of that place when his music played. Yep. I don't know how I feel. Wow, Bischoff. I never know how I feel about Bischoff. He's been all over the place lately too. Like he's been like going after people. The Rob yeah. Van Dam's back, of course he is. They couldn't get any. They don't. They can't. They couldn't have gotten anyone oh, else. Boogs and Elias. Boogs is jacked, bro. <laughs> yeah, but why yes. is he hanging out with Elias now? Like Elias, who's been gone down the card so far. I want my internet to work pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Be nice. Hello. It's hey, I'm here. Oh, I just heard, I heard it like creep. I know. Did someone <laughs> open the door? Is it a ghost? No, that that's that that's just my uh, that's just my knee. No, that was uh, so my TV setup. My son's room is in essence behind me, mm-hmm. and like I had said earlier, he's being a bit obstinate about going to sleep tonight. Of course. And my my wife came out. That's why I meet her at the mic, and she said to me, "I haven't eaten dinner yet." And uh, Loxus, who's still awake, with those ears, mommy. <laughs> oh no, they know. They know, man. They know. They know. Always out listening for it. Yep. I'm interested for this movie only because from what I heard, like it gets dark at some points. I was about to say, I was reading a review today that uh, it is not suited if, for children under the age of 10. Yeah. If, if my daughter's going to see it on Friday. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> you're, but she's your child. So I think she'll be okay. <laughs> she's the other ones. But again, she is the child of one JVL. So I think she will be okay. Cause that is a different breed. <laughs> the other part of it is we were talking about this that you know like, oh Kira was talking about how we needed to make sure she saw the first two before she saw the third one she'd seen the holiday special but not the others so I'm like you forget though she needs to see Infinity War and Endgame because Gamora died because <laughs> yeah that's where that's the, right well, but the problem is that if we watch those two you haven't ha- she hasn't had the proper setup from the other movies we don't have time to watch the entirety of Phase One and Two. <laughs> Listen, I know everyone. Let's talk about as we go along. We'll figure it out. Yeah. She's great. You saw a review today, Adolfo. What did it say? I'm sorry, what? Oh, so the the review for uh, Guardians 3 is pretty much if you're expecting like a laughy, laughy joke movie like the first two, prepare to be disappointed that it gets dark and we're talking like kicking puppies type dark. Oh, yeah. No, so, yeah. knowing the storyline they're adapting, I'm not surprised at all about that, especially with oh, yeah. bad story. I'm just, I'm also yep. pretty sure they've, been, they haven't announced it, but they pretty much set up that multiple people are not going to make it out of this movie. Yep. So, yeah, I, I fully expect that. It's going to be a sadder movie, which will be funny for us because we're going to see it at the drive in and then see Quantumania afterward, which is apparently terrible. Oh, geez. He's a free agent. Of course he is. He's part time. Uh, let me write this down. And also, that's because. the only way WWE was going to keep him in WWE. Oh, oh yeah, easily. Because he's a part-timer. And yet, Roman got drafted to a brand, and he's a part-timer. Technically, that is very true as well. Wow, nice job speaking Samoan there, Paul. Oh, family squabbles, brothers. Mm. You can tell they're spinning their wheels on the storyline. They should have pulled the trigger at WrestleMania, but no. Let's go off camera and then laugh at you. Oh boy! I love Paul Heyman. I love him so much. I do too. Oh man, I haven't seen Seth freaking Rollins wrestle in a while. Uh, not since WrestleMania. 
That's very true. He had that one epic fucking match the, the night after WrestleMania. That's right, yeah. That no, when he came out and sang. That was an amazing match. Definitely, but they didn't change on the fly. <laughs> See, l- let me have hurt feelings real quick, White, because I feel so bad because me and Minnie wasted our fucking time with that Raw After Mania. Mm. We wasted our time. We had We're pizza and we enjoyed each other's company. But I was so pissed. <laughs> and now we're definitely wasting our time with this three hours of crap. Yes. Rob Van Dam. The whole effing show. Mr. Monday Night. Mr. Get in the Good with the Kush Kush. <laughs> I want those sneakers. Honestly, though? They dress the same. And Eric Bischoff says, the first draft for WCW. Fuck WWE, we're bringing it back. AEW. Easy, easy. All right. I love that he doesn't even need to be with a microphone. He's just screaming. Eh. Eh. We knew that was going to happen because her and Becky are going to be feuding to SummerSlam. So, of course, she needs to stay in Raw. Listen, I do love me some Trish Stratus, though, but. Truth. But. Oh, wait. You're ahead of us. You're ahead of us. You're ahead of us. Sorry. Sorry. See Lex. Yep. New- okay. Good. Interesting. Wrestler Seven. <laughs> but see, I like that he's becoming the tiny bit scary. But I have questions, though. He has nothing about him. Signature move. No, but I have nothing questions, else. though. Nothing else. <laughs> <Shana Blazley. laughs> wow. Both of them. Both of them. Uh, I was hoping they'd split him up. What the fuck is on Shayna's face? <laughs> I'm telling Lightning. you, she needs to stop using Ronda Rousey's makeup artist. I'm just saying. That looks like post added in like in in some sort of like Photoshop. I wanted him to be on Raw, but that's okay. Me too. I did want him on Raw, but yeah, going for the IC, have him going for the IC title. Have him going for the US title now. Beat the crap out of Austin Theory. That'd be a LA thing. Knight, no accolades to talk about. Nothing at all. You can bring up the signature move of carrying cross, but nothing for LA Knight. Can we talk about it? So I have questions, right? Because currently, Karrion and Shinsuke are in a feud, but now they're on separate brands. Yep. It's <laughs> as was... if they didn't plan this at all. No, they did not. Some bullshit. I was, I don't. I was looking forward actually to a Shinsuke versus Karrion match, but I guess we're not getting it now. They got to save it for the for the SmackDown versus Raw pay per view. <laughs> exactly. The one night a year where both of them are going after I each other. I swear, I hope with this brand split, they don't bring back this brand-specific pay-per-views where we get two pay-per-views a month. That's too much for me. I'm sorry. They don't have the creative to do that. They can't fill three hours on Raw. And you can't have the magic that was 2017 SmackDown. Or, no, 2016. How much do you want to bet that War Games ends up becoming Raw versus SmackDown? We're going that. back to that. I can, that. I can see that. I don't want it to be, but I can see that. Yeah. Shayna Blazler. That's going to be on Botchamania. I was... How, listen, I know she's hurt, but Eric Bischoff, you better make sure that you don't find yourself in the dark alley by yourself. Shayna Baszler is going to come beat you up. Break you. I'm going to be honest. I'm surprised that Shinsuke is still with WWE because it's been a hot... Because I was like, oh, he's doing free agency stuff, so is he like going to be done with WWE soon? Because, you know, he had his match with Muda at the beginning of the year. Right. I don't mm-hmm. care what nobody's... This entrance always gets me. What the fuck is Miz doing? 
They're just setting this up so Cross can attack him. So this is my other question then. So if they still have all these pieces of creative going on, when does this draft take effect? I think I asked you about this, Mikey. You don't know either. Is it after Backlash? Is it before Backlash? I'm assuming that after Backlash is said and done, then we just... Now, here's the thing. I would uh, set this in. I would set this brand split in stone after backlash. But you want to know what? When I think that we're going to set this in stone? When? We're gonna set this. If not backlash, I get the feeling that we're gonna get this brand split set in stone after Night of Champions when we crown a new champion. Oh, the thousands so af- of Roman Reigns. After the Saudi show, then we get the brand split. Now, hear me out, right? So based on the sense of the fact that Night of Champions is going to be in Saudi Arabia, I've been hearing rumors of who should be in the finals for that. I don't think there should be a final. It should be a fatal four-way. And I've seen names like AJ, Finn, Seth, and Shinsuke thrown around there. Like, just those four go out. I was like, I would love that. Not going to happen. Yeah. I'm also sitting there going again. They have to get the tag titles off of Zayn and Owens before Saudi, because Zayn can't go to Saudi unless they don't defend the tag titles, which Night of Champions. Or are they, oh no, why can't he go so, to Saudi Arabia? So, Sammy's Syrian heritage. He does a lot of work with a lot of charities that like help the Syrian refugees, and he's been vocal about not going to Saudi Arabia. I won't be around that. They've oppressed my people. They've done a bunch oh, of things. Oh, okay. So, like, he's actually, he's yes. Around. Like, Sami Zayn walks that walk and talks that talk. Got it. And he, like, the first year that they, they still gave him, like, money for being part of it, and he gave it all to his charity because he's, I'm not taking their blood money. I can't do this crap. So, you have him as a champion. I just had a brainstorm, and I don't want it to be true. You're setting up Kevin Owens being annoyed with Riddle. Yeah. They freebird it. Because Sammy can't go on a, on the week before Saudi. They say, Riddle's got to take my place. He's my bro. He'll do it. And they lose the titles in Saudi when Sammy isn't there. It's stupid. That, yeah, I that, mean, uh, I don't like that. But it's a way to get themselves out of the corner. That is very true. Has Shin spoken this entire time? Not yet. Which makes me upset, because I know why, because WWE doesn't like people having foreign talent speak in their native language. And who's better than the face of Monday Night Raw? It is what it is. I I'm just like... In the background of Adolfo, I know! <laughs> nah, we're good. It's hysterical. I'm upset. Let him speak Japanese. That's just me. <laughs> there, yeah. so you're about like... Five to six seconds ahead of us, Adolfo. It's just, hilarious. No. Oh, but he if this is so cringe. Shin just wants to kick his head off. Here's the thing, like Miz is down for whatever, and I always appreciate that, but can we be done with this whole gimmick? I hate this. I hate this bit. Yeah. Is he going to punch him in the dick, too? Obviously, his whole thing is about his balls. That Shinsuke, that was dope. <laughs> I love that. All Shinsuke wants to do is just go surfing. That's all he wants to do. Yo, can we? Hear me out. She needs to work on her character, but team Sol Ruka and Shinsuke together. That is a tag team I never knew I wanted, but need. <laughs> Jesus. 
That was brutal. <laughs> he was trying not to hit the chairs and stuff too. Oh, Shinsuke. What have they done to my boy? <laughs> Did he have to dye his hair? Who, Shinsuke? Yeah, all like lighter brown. I mean, it might be the lighting, but you know what? Like, you're he's right. It, it looks like he dyed his hair. I don't know whether that was like he did a blonde, like a blonde dye job and like took it over that, or like he's actually going white. Who knows? Oh my god. Get him off my screen! No! He's a free agent too. I still need clarification on those rules, like I said earlier. <laughs> there are no rules. Because I'm trying to figure out like him, Ali, Dolph Ziggler, Von Wigner of all people, they're all free agents. Call, they call Von Wigner because they have nothing for him to do. But they're not going to have anything for He's just going to lose every week. Okay, so since we're talking about NXT real quick and we're on a commercial break, right? So yep. let me tell you who I don't want called up right now. Granted, I didn't want the champions to be called up on SmackDown, but you know what? I feel like... And I, like, if Trips is truly in charge of SmackDown, I am more confident that he will book Alba and Isla better than if they were to be on Raw. Like, I'm worried for Indy. I mean, they're probably going to get a reuniting of the way at some point, just without Austin Theory since he's on SmackDown now. You know, I don't. Uh, Vince is going to. It's not if he fucks it up. It's Vince is going to fuck it up. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. You want to over with trips for when Ciampa comes back because they want them to take care of them, but I don't know. Yeah, DIY. So, I, like, I feel like Zoe is good to be called up to main roster because she's floundering NXT. I feel like JD has reached the end of whatever he's going to do. Here's who I don't want right now. Granted, I want Braun and Carmelo to stay, especially since, supposedly, it was announced that we haven't got it confirmed that those two are fighting at Battleground for the title, so I was just like, it would make no sense to pull them up. I don't want to see Wesley be pulled up right now because I think I still want to see him and a few other people square off for that North American title. I don't want to see the Creeds pulled up yet because the men's tag team division, now that Pretty Deadly, are supposedly being called up soon. If the Creeds leave, that doesn't leave a lot of men's tag teams left because all that would be left is Gallus and Tony and Stax. And nobody else as an established men's tag team. I mean, they they just and turn to the main roster anyways. Because whenever Tony fights anybody now, he puts them in a trunk and he kills them. And so now they go up to the main roster. Plus, I'm sad. I was just like, I feel like Gallus and Pretty Deadly could have had a couple more matches in their feud, but it is what it is. Mm. Those they could have had matches with anybody else too. Like they, they literally have amazing matches. Let's see. I'm trying to think. What was I going to say? Because mm. remember, it was MSK, so him and his tag team partner, and then all that went down. And Wesley had a... Yeah, Wesley was floating for a long while because they were trying to get him to be a single star. He is one now. Yeah. Let's see. Now, as far as who I think should be called up, I think Roxanne, honestly, is ready. Yep. Let me see. Fire and, and Isla Dawn, and we're pretty much ready, anyways. You're right. I'm trying to think who else. Honestly, those are pretty much my don'ts and my do's. I'm in diff Like, I think Korish needs to stay a little bit longer. Yeah, she needs some more. I think Dragonoff needs to be called up. But. Yeah, Dragonoff definitely needs to be called up, but 
first I want him for, you call him up after him and Dijak have this match that we're building to honestly because that's going to be a banger of a match they can wait once Battleground is done, then you can start pulling people up and putting them on, on television. But I want this Dragunov and Ty Djokovic match because that would be baller. It would have been hysterical or like a, a mirror match. Is you have Braun and Ricochet versus Dijakovic and Dragunov. As oh my gosh, yes. Oh god, his entrance takes forever. Yes. And his matches suck. And apparently he's like a nerdy sweetheart. Like, I'd be friends with him in real life, apparently. But. I, like, I heard that too. He's a freaking, he's a weeb. He's a big nerd. He's wearing a Naruto-style hood. Come on. He's too big for just one hooded, hooded sweatshirt. We had to cut it off at the arms and the center. No, I just like Naruto. Yeah, very much. I love that every big guy they've had, they try to recreate something about Andre the Giant, but they just, they're missing some part of the DNA for every big man because Andre could move and do his stuff. Like, he was actually, like, good at this. But at the same time, they just, either they're not charismatic like he was, they're not, maybe this day and age, because they, they have to use them so much, they can't be an attraction. I don't know. But even these squash matches suck. Yeah, so that's a good question. Like, how do you make almost pop? have a mouthpiece for him like MVP that can keep him going we had Bobby the Brain Heenan but I don't know have him be more than just a giant like Andre was a big goofy guy he'd play around with people it wasn't just being a bad guy right, Andre yep. was a good guy for his entire career until he like came into the WWE so have him do something more than just be going through people put him in a bunch of battle royals where he can show off have him show why he's big not just fighting squash matches against local talent oh the choke bomb Oh, Jesus Christ. And he can't even, he almost tripped stepping on him. That was boring. Right? Yeah, it was. Dion, I blinked and I missed, but that's okay. <laughs> you didn't miss much. Two moves. Honey, honey, you can come over and give some commentary as well. Oh, we'd love for you to. <laughs> yes, yes. We're always here for it. Mikey and JV, I want you to come and help give commentary. Give us a good perspective, please. We're sitting here just like, what the hell? Here, I'm going to take my plate back. Mike, JVL, this is my wife, Alice. Say hi. Hi, Alice. Hello. Hi. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we appreciate you loading us a golf every once in a while. Uh, you're welcome. We hear that you've been watching some stuff with him and had actually some really good takes on things of like, why is this happening? This makes no sense. What the hell are they thinking? I love everything you said so far about WWE that he's told us. So we'd love oh. to hear your, your thoughts. That's really nice. It's genuine. We, I agree with you on a lot of it. Oh, that's, I mean, it, I have an interesting take on it, I guess, from like a performing standpoint. But yeah, storytelling wise and stuff, there are some choices that... I would not have gone with. <laughs> Choices is a correct term for that. <laughs> yes, that is the <laughs> Choices were made. Oh, the performing standpoint, I, I lost my taste for their performing long ago, even being an actor and an improviser myself. I'm like, I just have to know that's going to be terrible because it's never good. But yeah. storytelling-wise, surprisingly for the last year, they were starting to like, grasp how to tell long-term stuff. And then... Mustachioed Vince McMahon decided to put his dick in things, and all of a sudden, I was bad again. about to say, yeah, unleashed, unleashed little Vince. Oh God, to the, I can't wait to hear those voiceovers again? that John's doing. Molly Holly and the Road Dog, seriously. Oh, 
So have you has Alice have you been watching any of tonight or like I heard you were watching movies with some friends so uh, I was I've only really saw the match with the giant almost oh good almost. you watched the best one of the night best the best, best match the best the bestest no, no, there were better matches tonight but I'm sorry you watched that oh. yeah I sat down and I think the first thing I said was boring yeah. <laughs> it's two moves for the match the entrance was longer. Yeah, the entr- when the entrance is longer than the match, you might have an issue. You do have one. You do. You not might. So I'll ask you this: like, we're, Adolfo and I were talking about this. Like, how do you make a giant like that watchable? Especially when he's not—he's still pretty young in his career. He doesn't know what he's doing in the ring, and he's obviously not good on the mic. That's why they have MVP be his mouthpiece. How do you sell him as something you want to watch? So you pair him with more interesting people. So, for example, this match was really a poor setup, right? You want someone who's nimble and acrobatic to counterbalance him being the giant in the ring, which I think would make him more entertaining to watch. Substance. Weird. Right. Or like in and like you said, maybe he's not good on the mic, which is why he's got someone else. But give him like a line instead of just roaring. Right. Give him a line. Yeah. To give him some personality, because right now, the only thing that he has going for him is that he's very tall. He's tall and and angry. Tall and angry. I think I brought up the whole thing of, since Andre the Giant wrestling has had trouble booking bigger giant men. Yeah. Because none of them seem to have the charisma that Andre had. Not even, you could barely understand him through his accent sometimes, but he was engaging as well as able to move a bit in his younger days. In the older days, he could do stuff. Like, he could actually, like, move around the ring. And look at him in The Princess Bride, like, that. you see how well he interacted, whereas none of the giant people here are able to do either of those. They don't move well. They're not given a chance. And then Vince just likes to say, ooh, you're big. As the joke goes, Vince McMahon likes big, sweaty men. That's what he wants to see is the big, sweaty men. Yep. Big sweaty men tossing each other a boot. Big slapping meat. Big slapping meat. But I just, I feel like there's got to be something in the DNA we can go back to Andre and look at, like, how do you get someone across? And if, like you said, put him against someone who's a little more agile, a little bit, can do a bit more in the ring. Give him more than a two-minute match. Give him a five-minute match, a seven-minute match, something, but where he doesn't have to work as hard. Or have a promo where he has a line, where MVP talks for him, gets everything set up, and... Then he says his one big thing. He says his catchphrase, whatever it's going to be. Exactly. Something. Or may, or maybe you have to pivot a little bit with a character like Omos and not have him a singles a singles competitor, but like a tag, a part of a tag team. Or stick, stick him in a stable as the heavy. Where he right, or a stable as a heavy. It sounds like they were going to do something like, you know, with the reuniting of the Hurt business. The problem is that when you're in a stable with Bobby Lashley and you're the heavy, that <laughs> kind of doesn't work as well because Bobby Lashley's the heavy and that also is... can't talk. Oh, Road Dog. His pants are falling down. That little dance is hilarious. <laughs> All he's got left. And Molly Holly. Yeah, Molly Holly. <laughs> I know her name comes up in conversation a lot, but for some reason, I also feel like she doesn't get a lot of credit like she should. <laughs> I mean, she does not. Homegirl was one of the first women on in WWE. Like, she actually shaved her head for this. <laughs> yep. She did everything. She took everything, and she was a great locker room leader in the back. 
Huh. Oh, okay. They finally got drafted. I feel like they should have been drafted sooner. Seeing as they were in the first match of the night tonight. Is it very true? No. You're thinking of Otis? Otis and Chad Gable. (laughs) Who they fought tonight. And Otis and Vaughn went out. Oh, the professor's not here. Driving, driving. Once again, not not a lot of accolades for Homegirl, which is a shame. The professor's favorite because he knows her personally. You couldn't have at least hosted Halloween Havoc? Twice. Nothing for Bronson, or is Bronson to get accolades? Yeah, he got accolades. Former NXT. Accolades? That's because yeah. Shotzi doesn't have a signature move. Yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> this is what we talked about. Shotzi's amazing, but she hasn't had a finisher or a signature, so they've never let her win a match because that's the only way now you can win a match, which is terrible. Woo! Let's go to the Yes Boys! There they are. There they are. What? I don't care what nobody says. Their ring gear is immaculate. <laughs> they're hysterical. And they're so full of themselves. And I love it. And oh, really what? You're supposed to be dead. Wait a minute. They were in a trunk, thrown in a lake. They're dead. Continuity means nothing. <laughs> Yo, but this tag team division on SmackDown is going to get a lot of fun. <laughs> it's it's going to get. We hope so. Let's hope it's allowed they... to breathe and do stuff. Yes. Which I'm saying, pretty like, deadly is hilarious. Raw, Viking Raiders should be on SmackDown then to fight pretty deadly. Can you imagine the pretty the Viking Raiders beating the crap out of pretty deadly? So you're right. So this is a hot take, right? Like at first I didn't like Judgment Day's theme, but it's grown on me. It happens to go on every freaking week. So leave me alone. <laughs> Finn 14 staples. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually that's a good shirt. That's a good shirt. Yeah, it's a great shirt actually. I like that one a lot. Even though okay. the match would have been better, but yeah. So alright, so I don't normally listen to Logan Paul, right? Good. But I read an excerpt from because Edge was on the his podcast this week, right? So Edge told Logan that the hell the match between him and Finn that was at WrestleMania, the the creative wanted that to be done at the Royal Rumble, but Edge was just like, no, let's wait on that. And Finlay was even, let's wait on that. Yeah, so I'm just trying to imagine. Them. I was like, what would have Edge done? It makes me think, what would Edge, what would have Edge done if that match didn't happen at WrestleMania? That might have been the mixed tag then. Instead. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Although R- Rhea would have had her. I don't know. Very interesting. <laughs> I'm waiting for because they keep calling her the Eradicator. She like Rhea needs to come out in the old Terminator style glasses from like TV. Yes, <laughs> it's mommy, mommy, and Dominic stays on the floor as he should. <laughs> Just kidding. That's where he belongs. Step on me, senpai. <laughs> oh, nice one there, Damien. Full on Hogan. I love Damien Priest. <laughs> Punisher Martinez. Is this the tag match with him and Dom, or is this like who's in the match? It's a promo segment, I think. Oh, it's a promo. Yes, yeah. Because I'm like, Rhea looks like she's ready to go. I was about to say, is this where Rhea says, fuck you all, I'm taking over the Judgment Day? She's always ready to go, though. (laughs) That is very true. God damn, this looks like promo two minute squash match. Like, you have the roster to have matches. You can tell. You can. To be honest, though, like at this point, this is like a staple of Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown is pretty more wrestling centric and Raw is more promo heavy segments. Because they have three hours to fill and they have nothing else. Yep. I do love that, that their shadows are white on that in that light. That's cool. Right? 
Waka. Just dumb on her face. He is such a good <laughs> guy. He's such a little dick. Oh, by the way, Alex, just, you, know, you are six seconds ahead of us. Like, we can hear the TV in the background. <laughs> We're okay with it, though. I love it. I love it. Yo, these shadows are kind of dope, though. <laughs> No, I think it is a projection because it's like too smooth for it to be a shadow. Yeah. But even uh, still, that's yeah. dope. It says Dom for Dominic, not Dom because she's a fucking no. Dom. No, yeah. she's a Dom. Dom. She's a Dom. Okay. But... His name is Subinic. Subinic. <laughs> or also because the whole thing of him being in jail, he's ex con Dom. I said it when we reviewed the WrestleMania, but that whole I really enjoyed that match, but Dominic's entrance made me feel uncomfortable. There's yeah. a reason for that. We talked about that, remember? <laughs> yes, there was footage of Auschwitz, which was not great. But as a fellow Latino in this country of America, watching him come up Ooh, okay, hold up Spanish, yes. <laughs> He's also Puerto Rican. Yes. These closed captions are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I can only imagine. It just says speaking Spanish. Wow! <laughs> wow! Rude. Didn't even cry. Did I, yeah, they gave up. Switch over to SAP. They should have it on there. <laughs> they're still yelling what? And they're yelling yeah too. Do you hear that? It's what and yeah. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> See, Damien, I appreciate what you're saying. Adolfo I know, appreciates. Right? I do Adol too. Adolfo I, appreciates what you're saying. JVL, we. All of us in this call appreciate what he's saying. I just noted from the captions, he's speaking Spanish. <laughs> Rude. But yeah, Dominic coming out in chains in a prison van. I was just like, I understand it's part of the gimmick, but bro, I don't want to perpetuate the minority stereotype. Damn. He says two words and he gets booed the loudest. <laughs> like when I was at Elimination Chamber, watching him just be out on the ring apron getting booed was the best thing in the world and finn's just there <laughs> i love that he lost to ray at wrestlemania and he's still getting booed i know right that whole storyline was a wreck <laughs> yeah i still find it funny that him throwing the drink in his sister's face at wrestlemania was not planned and she was legit ready to jump over the barricade and fight him <laughs> sorry there was just a news update here aew has released leva bates oh very sad I love the librarian. <laughs> she was wonderful. She was great, but she was definitely lower mid card. Like she was no, never on anything but dark, but she was definitely fun to watch. Blue pants. Well, now that they got rid of one of the YouTube shows, <laughs> maybe she'll go back to NXT and be blue pants again. I mean, I'd be full for that. I guess you could team her up with Kiana James, because I mean, she doesn't need an assistant now. They need tag teams. T team her up with Wendy Chu. When Wendy comes back from injury. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Yeah, she's out. Nikita Lyons is out. Solruka is out with injury. And a couple other girls, too, which makes me sad. And now I'm trying to figure out there is no there's really no more women's tag team division in NXT because you called up the champions and the only legit tag team is Kaden and Katana. I think those two should have been called up before Alba and Isla, if I'm being honest, because those girls have been there for almost seven years. Now it's time to bring in new talent. But... WWE wants to tout their homegrown stars. Katana and Kaden are homegrown. Isla and Alba have established careers in the United Kingdom. They were indie stars, yeah. They were indie stars, too. They were more polished. That's very true. Listen how loud it is there. He's screaming. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a psychology perspective, right? Granted, Dominic has Ray to help him out. But you got to imagine, like, when they go out here and they get heavily booed, especially if the personality type isn't ready to be that kind of heel, right? You just got to imagine, be like, what it psychologically, if how it affects somebody like that. Well, and luckily also in that respect, because Dominic's standing the whole time, like, he's got Ray to mentor him, like, this is happening to your, your Uncle Eddie. This is what we do. Like, Ray was never booed that way, but, like, a lot of people he knew and grew up with got booed like that. That's what I'm saying. I was just like, I'm just imagining the wrestlers who are just navigating this by themselves and don't have that kind of mentorship. Like, the psychological effects, it would be interesting to do a psychological study on this. Watching William Regal's kid in NXT, too, take that on, and, like, with Gulak, he's just eating it up. Oh, Charlie De- Charlie Dempsey is great, bro. Oh, shit. Who? There Ray's you go. He's going to bust out the chancla. Ray just said that on air. Ray, it's not nice to lie. That's not happening. That's <laughs> not happening. But it's going to be a great match, though. Now, the question is, Bad Bunny has to win against Damien. Yo, unless the WWE wants some people to get shanked by some Puerto Ricans that are fucking pissed. Yo, honestly, like, I would not be mad if Damien won, if I'm being honest. But I think Bad Bunny probably will win since he's literally the home. But then again, this is WWE. They never let the hometown hero kid ever win in their hometown. Except that's with the wrestlers, though, because he's a celebrity. They might. That's very true. Give me 10 minutes. That's all I ask. And I What? Seriously? We saw this. Santos is eating the pin, right? We all agree on this. No, Zelina's eating the pin. Oh. Listen, I love the LWO, but can we emphasize the W instead of the L in that name? Nope, not on WWE. <laughs> I also love that uh, Lena Vega is like half the size of Rhea Ripley. <laughs> She's so short. It's still, I always, I shouldn't be amazed by this by now, but every time I see pictures of her and Malachi, I'm just like, damn. Yeah, she climbs Mount Malachi, basically. <laughs> Don't we all at one point want to at one point? He's not called the Dutch Destroyer for no reason. Yeah. I think I said this on Friday, but I'm going to continue to say this. Brody King is like one of my favorite wrestlers who's a girl dad. <laughs> oh, he's such a girl dad. He's so sweet. He's, he's he is. I know. I was just like, he's a beefy boy, but he's got he's a softy. He's very introspective. And the, I still love the fact in his interview with Renee, like Julia Hart has become their adoptive child. <laughs> yeah, of course. She's away from her family. And those kinds of stories always make me feel great. Definitely, definitely. I don't know. Yeah, this has been a boring night of everything, and now we're going... We had a segment-long promo into a match. How much you want to bet this match doesn't go more than seven minutes? Oh, easily. It's a triple. It's a three-person, like, tag team. There's no way it's going to be. So, you say Zelina is taking the pin. I say Santos is taking the pin. I think Santos is taking the pin because... For some odd reason, you and I say this very loosely in air quotes, you want to try to protect Zelina, so Santos taking the pin makes sense. So what about Subinay taking the pin? Now, if they wanted to get the... That'd be cool. That'd be amazing, have Ray pin Dominic. And then you set up everyone else's strong going into the thing, and you don't make the super people that aren't going to win look less strong. But this is WWE, so I never know which way it's going to go. Great. Where was LWO drafted to? Oh, I got you. Hold up. <clears throat> so LWO, all five members are have been drafted to SmackDown. It was announced in the second round tonight. 
All right, and Rhea Ripley has the SmackDown belt, right? Yes. Yes. So let's briefly talk right. about so, that. So, yeah, because go so, ahead. So follow me on this. What if, against all odds, the Rhea Ripley loses the SmackDown belt, and it goes back to SmackDown, and then she comes into because she got drafted to Raw, and now she can go after Bianca Belair. Here's the thing. I don't know what's going to happen with these women's titles because Bianca currently has the Raw title and she's been drafted to SmackDown. And same thing with... I don't know how this is going to go because you have Rhea and Zelina. It makes kind of sense because Zelina is on SmackDown. Rhea is on Raw. So it makes... This one makes sense. But it doesn't make sense with Bianca versus Io because they're fighting for the Raw title and they're both on SmackDown. SmackDown, If... So then let follow this logic then. I don't know why they would pull the trigger at a filler pay-per-view like Backlash, but what if Io takes the title from Bianca and therefore she goes to Ross, thus splitting her from Io, I mean from Dakota and Bailey? Because we did see Bailey was all over Dakota after that tag team match tonight. Pretty much. And honestly, I think Io is ready to be on her own, if I'm being honest. She always has been. See, I, I still can't t- see now that I've seen that video of Gunther dancing at his wedding earlier today. Like, right? he's such a goofball, and I love him even more. You look back at his old stuff. Remember, I sent you that thing of his, like the weight he's gained and lost over the years. They showed him early in his career. Early in his career, he was like a raver boy wrestler, which is that's right. He had the green hair, and he is a nut, and I love him. He's such a goofball, and I love him, and. I love Jenny, too. Jenny, I'm so sad that she had to retire, but she, I love her. Talk about those people that took a bad bump and had to leave. I know. Her interview on Ring the Bell was very eye-opening, too. I was just like, you know what? Jenny's great. There were a lot of great people in, in NXT UK, and they've all been like wasted in a lot of places. Yeah, and not just WWE. This is w- across the board. You know what? Like, <laughs> I've been catching clips of Progress Wrestling, and I'm just like, this looks legit. So, can I ask something here? So she just tagged his chest to get in. But yes. earlier in the other match, Bailey put her leg out to be tagged by Dakota and got a tag and that wasn't allowed. Told you have to tag hands. So, how does that work? Depending on the match, and depending so. on the sequence, is where the tag is. I guess so. I guess so. Yep. Not like this. Such, right? Oh, no. No DT this time. See, it's a lot easier for Rhea to be powerful when you have Zelina Vega who weighs half her size. I know, right? See, the WWE Universe hasn't seen this, but me personally, I know Zelina can wrestle. Because when she was... She's amazing. When she was part of LAX and Impact, ooh, she was crazy. (laughs) But she's been off for quite a while. She hasn't even wrestling on the other shows, so it's... Is there any rust or anything else? That is very true. Also, just just randomly because it popped up into my head, at the time of this recording, I would like to congratulate Carmella and Corey Graves for the announcement that they are expecting their child. Oh, that's right. Congratulations. In November. Congratulations. And hopefully everything goes better for them this time because I know ooh, Carmella took it really hard <laughs> after this last one. Which also made me mad because people were like, being so mean to Carmella after she lost the baby, I was like, y'all need to take it down a couple of notches. 
We have something to show you over here. Someone's just got a new dress made for them. This old per. Ooh. Just like nuts in his face. <laughs> yes. That's why mommy's there. Santos, you almost dropped Selena, boy. <laughs> this is the one change that I'm glad they did, because remember Electra Lopez was their female mouthpiece, but I'm glad they put Zelina with them. Oh, yeah. Because Electra, did, didn't she have something come up where she was like, there was a lot of things they shouldn't have talked about? Or... No, I don't think she's just ready, because she like, in ring, she still needs a lot of work. That makes sense. And all the boys, we know that they can wrestle because I'm familiar with their work outside of WWE, especially Santos. Of all people, come on now. Well, Santos is actually pretty good on the mic, too. I'm surprised they had Yes. Good to know beard and brow. I can take care of that as I have my whites in my beard, my brows starting to come in. I can't relate. <laughs> You're, hey, you just had a big birthday, though. I know. Your warranty has officially run out. I own that shit, man. The white <laughs> in the hair. It's a sign that you have lived life very well mm. and for a long time. It's a sign that I'm stressed in my life. Yeah. I'm losing hair, so that's something. And depending go. on certain filters and certain lighting, people think, are you going gray? I was like, no, but that'd be cool. There you go. Where's Yo, they go? have Reese's Crunchy now? Whoa. <laughs> need to back up. This. It's like back, back up. Hold up. up. Hold up. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah, hold up. <laughs> when did they come up with Reese's, Reese's Crunchies? That's, new. That's awesome. That's new to me, so now we gotta go find it. Oh my gosh, which reminds me, right? So since we're talking about product placement and everything, right? This is totally, like, off the wall, not even related to what we talk about. But remember how excited we all got when Sobe brought back that vitamin water that we yeah, were right. making fun of when we did the kids on bikes one shot and then it actually happened? Yep. Oh, yeah. That all the, awesome. the, uh, the elements, the Snapple elements. <laughs> that was awesome. You sure I was like, I love it. Love it. I, don't, I was like, at first, I was like, I don't know whether to be proud or upset that this is the highlight of my life so far. But then I was like, you know what? This is the best thing that has ever happened to me recently. <laughs> And I will take, and we will take full credit for it coming back. I don't care what nobody oh, yeah. says. They heard us. They heard that thing that we never put out anywhere. Totally. <laughs> There's a small demand. She's, she's I'm like, done. <laughs> she heard all your voices now. She knows what she sound like. Aw. Okay. So, like, I'm making light of the situation, but I've also, I was a little bit proud of myself. So apparently, JC, right? So, yeah. every, who, everyone knows that he has kids. So apparently, I didn't know this, but I found out about it on, I found out about it yesterday. Apparently, when his kid, when he talks to his kids about me, he refers to me as T.O. Mike. So apparently, I'm their unofficial T.O. I was just like. <laughs> and now you're 30, so you can really be a good T.O. Yeah. Uh, hold up. Oh, I say it white because the, the friend that said it is also white. <laughs> yes, you are T.O. Mikey. We know. Yes, I am T.O. Mikey to his children. So it is great. I'm not trying. Also, I don't want to. I'm trying. Let me say this with a grain of salt because I don't think talking about women's appearances should be a thing because it's not. But I like this. I like Zelina's hair as she ha currently has it now than before. Like this, this is giving me cosplays, Zelina, and I love it. It almost looks like a wig, but we know it's not. It's the extensions, though. She definitely has extensions in the. Oh, for sure, she has extensions. But I like this color coordination we got going on. Oh yeah. Damn, Dominic, I keep forgetting how tall you really are. That's because Eddie was but, his father. Yeah, that story's kind of run its course. Yeah, I'm done. 
Alice was just saying that they got to do a new thing with Rey Mysterio and, and Dom because oh, no, we'll see. Another big match. There's going to be another big match. They're doing a set of three before Dom retires Rey. Yeah. Back to the building too. Okay. Ooh. Cameraman, you had one job. <laughs> yeah. He missed that. Of course he did because Kevin Dunn's pushing all the buttons in the back. He has no idea where he is. Ooh. Ah, uh, okay. I see. Yo, Ray getting the pin would be crazy. Or getting pinned, I should say. Nope, never mind. I take that statement back. Watching, but I love that he has like the Charlotte Hornets colors on. Because like Judgment Day's colors are purple, so it's kind of a little weird that he's not wearing LWO colors. But Santos, what's going on with this hair? Oh, oh, Damn. good. Oh, yes, man. tiny meteor. <laughs> Instead of a meteor, would it just be a meteor, right? I would think so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zelina. I love you. Oh, wow. Arm drag that he really got taken out by. Oh, took, took that. Yes, he did. Ooh, it looked like he landed on the part of the back landed on... Ooh! Yep. He called it, Mikey. That's crazy. See, my, my during the matches, my mind changes like every five seconds, <laughs> but... Ray getting pinned is was not at the top of my bingo card, but it was a possibility. But it's like what JVL stated earlier: Ray getting pinned protects, I guess, Santos and LWO over a little bit, but it mostly protects right. Zelina going into Saturday. Because Ray doesn't have a match on the card, and it technically does make Damian look strong going into the street fight on Saturday too, which means he's he's probably going to get beat. Yeah, easily. But I like Adolfo's idea. I want Puerto. I want sp specific things and items from Puerto Rico just to be available for as weapons. Yep. Go outside the ring. Go outside the venue. Go into the town. That would be amazing. Oh, Undertaker Brock. Under Brock. Under Brock. Bork laser. How do Under we make? How do we make Brock Lesnar a heel? I get it. Let's give him a black cowboy hat. And a black trench coat. Brilliant. Good work for the Undertaker. Cody, we don't need to hurt ourselves again. Remember? Watch this. He's gonna hit the guy right in the ear. I know. Right there. <laughs> right there. He, he wants to fight Brock. Listen, Cody. We already fought with the torn titty. We don't need you to get hurt anymore. <laughs> right? Like, ooh, Brock bleed. Calm down. You made him bleed out of his nose. Right. Yo, it's my homegirl, Kathy Kelly. Loved you. I've been she's been do I've been she's been one of those news wrestling news reporters that I've been following for a very long time. Wasn't she dating Finn Ballard for some point? I don't remember. But she was covering like after shows on After Buzz TV like all those years ago when Maria Menudos was trying to get into the podcasting network. I, I can't pay attention to Cody because all I'm watching is Triple H's Just face. <laughs> the dirt face. The dirt face with everything off center though. Or as Carlos Mencia would say, dee, dee, dee. framing guys, framing. They had one job. <laughs> had one job. <laughs> the person putting the decal on this damn thing had one job. It's off center. Look at it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. Yes, I agree, Cody. You have to win. You have to win at Backlash because if Brock wins, then I don't know what to do with myself. Papa H is always watching. The back of the line. The back of the line. 
the back of the line. Adolfo, fun fact, if you did not know this, Cody is actually part Dominican. Get out, really? Yeah, his mom his mom is from the Dominican Republic. Huh. And he can't speak Spanish, but he has said in interviews is he doesn't put it out there because then when people look at him, they're like, nah, you can't be because he looks too white. But his mom, yeah. he, he is half Dominican. He also dyed his hair like platinum blonde, which that is get him off my screen. Boo. That's just like his dad, though, Alice. His dad did that for years, too. So that's kind of like the Rhodes thing to do. I would love to see that. Listen to Cody Rhodes speak in Spanish, though, because with his lisp, that's. (laughs) Yo, we've been hyping this matchup. It better not end in some bullshit. (laughs) Look who's involved. Never mind. You're probably right. Yeah, I just want wreck house. Honestly, like, I'd be down for that. This Friday. Oh, never mind. They are going to finish this feud, even though it barely started. (laughs) Oh, God. Why does he have to fight Creator Wrestler 7? Creator Wrestler 7. (laughs) See, okay, I still stand by my... (laughs) Yes, I still stand by my statement that Karrion Cross's character should just be his legit self. Have him be the deep thinker that he is in these interviews, because that's more interesting to me. Because right now, all he does is, like, he broods... And does nothing and loses and like his promos go nowhere. So like I made the joke, like at least in NXT he had a shaved head and he looked like menacing, but with the hair he's got now, he just looks like I am generic wrestler five from from a two KK. Listen, Carrie's huge voice. It's super deep. It's super deep. I'm gonna give shit I'm gonna give mini shit tomorrow. I was like, Where were you? Yeah, he said he was gonna be here like minute one. I was looking forward to it, me and Minnie. And you got stuck with me. I'm sorry. I didn't get stuck with you. I was by myself. <laughs> now you know how I felt for a whole hour. <laughs> yes, I do. I totally did. And no one's going to want to listen to the first 20 minutes of this podcast. because But we're going to. No, we're not. Cut me out. Seriously. <laughs> no, if you're serious about editing that, I will. No, no, Just no, no, let me. No, no. I would go back and at least cut some of the silences out. When I, oh, I do that anyways when I edit these like all the long pauses and the silences get cut out immediately so don't worry about it the 20 minutes will actually be like more like two or three probably because yeah, we're recapped the draft <laughs> from the night before gave my thoughts on it told everyone else that you all sucked and then I kept going I didn't can I be honest I'm excited to take this to the next level and just do more shit with this <laughs> it's gonna be fun we're adding Alice on as a permanent host now right <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. That's yeah. So stressful. Uh, you, you don't have to like actually host the podcast. You just have to give your perspective when you want to, and your you could be a guest commentator. Like my mom will probably give guest commentating because she's actually gonna watch a little bit of backlash with me on Sunday. Oh, I want live reactions. I want video of this. You know what? I have to. You know what? I will get her honest reactions. I'm. A, I'm. A, I got to figure out a pay per view for her to watch. Like. I will say, I did get her commentary when we came back from WrestleMania because on her own accord, like, just... I mean, she only really wanted to watch it because of Ray versus Dominic, but she ended up watching all of Night One by herself. She watched the best night. <laughs> she did. And then she did, she proceeded not to watch Night Two. And, I, like, when I got home, I was like, good, you didn't really miss much. Right. She really... She watched Night One for two reasons. Dominic versus Ray, and then her homeboy from the 49ers. That's her man. George Kittle. <laughs> Yes. Why don't you come explain to my friend's mother why you think Kittle is the greatest piece of person on the planet? Because he's not Rob Gronkowski? Nah. Mom, what are your thoughts on Rob Gronkowski? I don't like him because he was a patriot. <laughs> ah, yeah. <Sorry. laughs> JVL, be nice to my mother. 
I am. I love your mother. Your mother is amazing. <laughs> I agree with her. George Kittle is amazing too. He's great. I, I come back to the whole thing. Of, I was a Patriots fan when Got they were it. terrible in the '80s. So I'm happy we had ten years of prosperity. Oh God, the press conference. This is the most POC wrestlers I have seen at a press conference in ever. Right? That is amazing. But it's because they're in San Juan. Yes, I know. Hey, it's Brian Saxman. Hey, Bianca. Her earrings are as long as her neck is. Listen, I love Bianca, but she will forever stay true to the culture, and I love it. My favorite is what, again, the EST of WWE just take them off and just beat everybody up. Oh, God. She's so good at being annoying. She really is. <laughs> She's perfect for this. Which was even better, Alice, when she turned because for a while she was like the white meat baby face, like hug everybody. She was in the crowd was into her. She was like part of her underdog. And part of her entrance was the inflatable peoples. Yeah, exactly. And she got to now just be so freaking annoying and go after people. It's so good. I just knew that she was going to be the unique, talented. I forget that EO came back, got called up during SummerSlam, and we're finally getting these two to have a match. Yeah, because that was Kai and her at the same time with Bailey. But hold her back. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. So are we planting EO taking the title? Because I'd be okay with that. I'd be great with that. And honestly, I think, yeah. You already shined. Have you seen her NXT run? <laughs> right. Yes, speak that Japanese. Speak about English! <laughs> oh man, these subtitles. I believe it. And sometimes you don't even need to translate. You know, when you rec Those real recognizes like real. Twice. I know. Real recognizes real. And Bianca knows that. Yep. The kawaii eyes, though, are like... Why am I not... Of course, it's in Puerto Rico, but now I'm going to have to do my research when I make my predictions video because i got to find the theme song for the pay-per-view. Something by Bad Bunny. It probably is. Holla holla. Okay, it's tonight the night where he's going to book a tag match against The Undertaker and it doesn't happen. Because <laughs> he didn't do it on Monday, on Friday. Him and his white sneaks, man. <laughs> Those are orthopedic shoes, man. I know. Teddy Long is a national treasure. Ew. Get this man off my screen. The Set fact that fire. WWE is still bringing him on TV despite everything that has gone down. What, what, what's worse than the guy running the company? That's very true. Listen to the non-reaction. Nobody cares. I don't. Ron Simmons is the only reason he has any cred. I heard who he picked. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so they're not Otis. Is, they're, they're not breaking them up. They're keeping the Alpha Academy together. But they're on the same with Maximum Male Models. Yes, that is very true. So that's still going. Alpha Akata. Wow, Rick Boots actually got picked. Rick Boots got TV picked. That's crazy. He's away from Shinsuke, too. Which I think on one hand is good, but also I like them together. <gasps> Hold up. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly? So, the people going after... The tag titles are not going to be there. No, they're on Raw with 
or is I no? Wow. The, so are gonna, the are two tag titles be on either side now of the main roster? I would actually be okay with that. Oh. I love how they still have to be in character, and then on Friday right. these two were crying. <laughs> right. Pretty deadly's alive. Camera grind. <gasps> Yay! Finally, my man's is on main roster television. It's been too damn long. He didn't have to wait anymore. He's been sitting at home. So what big names have they not announced yet? Bray Wyatt, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> so uh, when they announced, like, the draft, the when they listed all the superstars eligible, Bray, Randy, and Alexa were off that list. But Biggie <laughs> so they may end up... Huh? But Biggie was on it. Yeah, that's so weird. There's a couple of the big names that they haven't, like mid-card names they haven't talked about either. I'm trying to think. So I, we need to talk to all five of the boys here. But since there's the major, since three of us are in here, I'm trying to realize. I'm trying to think. What do we want to talk about when we record our regular episode in two weeks? Obviously, we're covering backlash. But what else do yeah. we want to talk about? AEW. Sure. AEW definitely, and also spring breaking. Yeah. Ooh, spring breaking was actually pretty decent. And actually, by the time we record, we should be getting hints of what to expect at Battleground and what to expect at Double or Nothing, too, because when we record our official episode, we're, we'll be two weeks away from that. So they gave Solo the Taz towel? But whatever. <laughs> I feel he didn't really need to stay in NXT for too long, but I would have loved to see him actually run for it with the title for a little bit. Or the North American title for a bit longer. Yeah. Yes! Like... It was. I still think it was stupid. He grabbed it. He was like champ for two days, and then they stripped him of it. And here's how you make a big guy worthwhile. Why couldn't they do this with Omos? He's the heavy for a group. Seriously. So he actually wrestle. So. I'm ready, and I'm not ready for Friday on Saturday when I see this movie. I'm not ready probably for gonna, I'm probably gonna cry like a little bitch. <laughs> Merchandising. Merchandising. <laughs> Ooh. All right, since we're on commercial, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go get my food. <laughs> go get some Topo Chico. Topo Chico. I'll stick with my liquid death. Thank you. So good. Wait. So good. Is, but isn't that regular seltzer water? What? Or is it liquid death or is it alcoholic? It, it, it's seltzer water and it's also iced tea now. They don't do any al hard alcohol, no. Okay. No. Okay. I was drinking it when I was pregnant. Oh, that's right, you were. Oh, God. That's right, because I had been drinking it, and it was alcoholic. That would all sorts of wrong. That would have been yeah. There would be issues. What was your flavor, Alice? Oh, I just went with boring original. Nothing boring about it. You like it? Yeah, I really did like it. I have been converted to it. Like I didn't like sparkling water at all, and that's the only stuff I've ever liked. Oh, nice. So good. Okay, what does Mikey have? What did Mikey get for food? Um, it's in a black container. Wings? KFC? Maybe. Because didn't he have KFC last time he was... I feel like he had KFC last time I saw him. He might have. I just feel like it's, it definitely looks like it's a, it more of a takeout place. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's a branded, but I could be wrong. It might be a local. Ooh. Does Mikey eat local, though? That's, that's a question. That's that a question, question to ask. Is it's, do they have anything local where he lives? Because I feel like they've got to. If they host Coachella every year, I'm pretty sure they've got to have something. Because Indio hosts Coachella. But but that's the thing. Do they have a local restaurants that like us regular peons can go to? Or like, I, I don't is know. It all, Mikey, what'd you order? 
So I door dashed my dinner tonight and I got some wings from Wingstop. Wingstop. Oh, okay. right? a local place, but it wasn't KFC. Okay. We were yep. close. No, this is going to be a hot take, right? I think KFC chicken is overrated. I don't like it as much. If I had a choice between that and Popeyes, I'd pick Popeyes any, every time. Interesting. They just opened a Popeyes around say, the corner from. I, I <laughs> yeah. You haven't ordered from Popeyes yet. It's been years since I've had Popeyes. I only had it when I lived in Chicago, and they don't have money back here. You know what? When y'all come for a WrestleMania, we'll have a Popeyes night. There's one around the corner. Yeah. Yes. My sad part is I won't be able to stay with you, unfortunately. Yeah. Because I'll be down in Philly because my buddy who's coming down with me, his family's in Philly, so I'll be staying with him. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's cool, though. We're actually trying to see if we can grab everybody else, including, like, your family, too. Like, we'll all drag him to his parents' house in Philly so we only have to get up and walk over to the stadium so we don't have to drive too far. That that would be great. I'll talk to you. (laughs) I I don't mind the drive either because, like, the way I figure it, it'd probably be an all-day event. So we could drive down early. And if we leave early, zooming down the turnpike isn't... It's still an hour and a half, babe. Yeah, but it's still, it's easy. It's easy, it's, but I'm just saying, it's time. It's still an hour and a half. One still an hour and a half. <laughs> it's a straight shot. It'll be interesting for us because I'll be bringing down my partner and my daughter, and I know he'll be bringing down his, his wife and daughter as well because they want to go out and do their own things as well, and they want to go to the Mutter Museum and do all the fun stuff in Philadelphia, but it's going to be a family affair. So yep. it'll be fun to see if I can find room at this place for everybody else. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Live wrestling is just so amazing. I'm excited to go and see live wrestling again. It's such a different experience, especially because, especially with WWE, like going to the shows and not having the commentary, but also not seeing all the weird camera cuts and stuff. Uh-huh. The stuff that goes on, the vibe in the room, it's just so much more fun. That would be so interesting to see because thinking about the... Oh my god, well it's the weekend long thing here that yeah. we watched. Like it was sitting on the couch. So entertaining. Incredibly entertaining. And I can only imagine like how much more it is, like in person. You feel connected to them because they're actually reacting to like noise you're making in the stadium. Whereas mm-hmm. you're at home, like yeah, you can get more information and it carries it, but yeah, like seeing, like I, go, I went back and watched the event that I was at afterwards just to see the up close stuff I didn't catch. And the things that they missed on camera that I got to see was like, oh, wow. Like they really, the camera guys don't catch half the stuff that goes on. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Even on, for, so if you go back to the SmackDown Before Elimination Chamber, which is the event I went to, Sami Zayn had a promo and they cut it down for the broadcast and they even drowned some stuff out to get him to talk. There was a good like solid six full minutes of cheering from the inside that was so loud I had to put earphones on it was that loud in the venue wow wow yeah and then from my experience when I went to Wrestlemania too there was a lot of like when the stream would go to commercial in between matches we got to end up seeing like after the triple threat for the IC title for night two we like Seamus and Drew were still in the ring and they ended up hugging it out, which caused the audience, the whole stadium to just erupt in cheers. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was a good time. I'm holding my ears. That move I love. The leapfrog. Yes. 
they do a whole that's part of the wrestling one-on-one that, that you learn like that interchange where you do the yep. frog and the roll under and all that stuff you have to do that multiple times to get your agility up and get timing yep i also love that solo wears like bicycle shorts with a bunch of tape yeah more and more recently every time i look at solo's face i'm just like he looks like he's about to perpetually start crying at a drop of a hat <laughs> He does look like that. <laughs> he always looks like he has that sad boy face. <laughs> he tries to be mean. Like, everything is overwhelming and I hate it! When your dad's new gimmick, he... Yes. His gimmick is he has so, he has so much anxiety. <laughs> and all it, all they do for him is instead of having him fight it all the time, he ends up going to a couple mental health segments like they did for Kane and Daniel Bryan. Oh my yeah. gosh, where they actually have the therapy sections. <laughs> therapy sessions, like group therapy. Ooh. The other weird thing is that when he gets like intense like that, his nose curls up and lifts the lights. It looks like he has a booger coming out of it because it's the shadow. <laughs> the... So I'm sad and I have boogers. Aww. Our Polynesian sad boy. I'm Samoan. He's the Samoan sad boy. Samoan <laughs> sad boy. That's the name of... Instead of the... What do they call his... The Samoan... Samoan uh, like... The Samoan sad boy. <laughs> Which is just like him just doing a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> He pulls the Shawn Michaels, and every time he does it, he's, I'm sorry, bam. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> he comes out to, like, a cover version of anything from by My Chemical Romance. Uh, that's funny. That is funny. There's two ways. If they were going to do Sad Boy, like, in the terms that of the modern iteration of Sad Boy, he comes out to the lo-fi version of his theme song. <laughs> what is it in D minor? Yeah. Just put it all in D yeah. minor. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Get out. <laughs> this necklace is a new piece of my soul. Girl, get out. <laughs> Jared, vapid people spending money. Part so of my soul the for the next week before I put it in my drawer. <laughs> That's EJ, the guy with the mustache in that co in the commercials EJ. He is an amazing improviser I did stuff with in Chicago. Seriously? Really? I'm so happy he's getting national commercials. I'm so happy he's getting national commercials. He is a weird ass man. But he but is feel, so fucking funny. But I feel like most theater people are weirdos. He was odd for theater people. Oh, wow. That's saying a lot. I was about to say, that's, that's saying something. <laughs> in the bar at the annoyance before a show, like not be backstage or anything else. He'd sit among the crowd and just either stare people down or put a finger out like he was going to poke you but not get close to see what your reaction was. And then he put it back. <laughs> and just sit there. No notebook, wow. no drink, no nothing. Like he's an odd duck. All righty. What is with the bangs, girl? <laughs> oh, I thought this was a documentary for Lance Armstrong. I was like, dang. What are you watching? I know that I'm watching the same commercials that Adolfo is watching. but Right. Just in a six second delay. <laughs> yeah. Damn Papa John's. <laughs> I'm watching. A, I'm, I'm getting a, I'm get, a local one. Getting a commercial for. Oh, oh Mikey, we're losing you, Mikey. It's getting around that time. It is when Mikey's internet starts to go out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I understand why. Because Woo! I was just like, I had to switch because, like, the one that I was watching, it froze up. So I had to pick something else, right? Oh, yeah. So now I'm watching this. I'm watching it. And apparently, I think I'm getting the BT Sport version. Oh, so you're getting from Britain. <laughs> yes. Ooh. So I was like, no wonder I'm getting a commercial for a bicycle f Tour de France tournament. <laughs> I want to watch that. 
Unfortunately, I'm still listening to the English commentators, or the U.S. commentators, I should say. Turn your SAP on. Nah, I'm good. Because all I will say is speaking in a Cockney accent. <laughs> Manipulating the mind of Solo Sokoa. I'm going to text Minnie right now be like, where are you? It's almost over, Minnie. I know. It's like, where are you? Why are you not here? LOL. Smiley face. Oh, it's still going into the table? Uh-huh. Coast to coast across the ring. Did he just... Wow. Mm -hmm. Rude. I'm like, what kind of comparison is that? I understand, but that's a reach. <laughs> of course Paul Heyman's making a phone call at ringside. That's how... That's what he do. Yep. That's how you get Roman on TV. He's always on the phone. Does he get paid for being, like, said that he's on the phone? Oh, the most devastating move in all sports entertainment. <laughs> the surprise roll-up. He stood up from that. It's a rock bottom. With pizzazz. Yeah. It's almost a bookend, but it's really just a rock bottom. Super I, I, kick pate. I have muted my audio, and I'm listening to your audio, Adolfo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which it's not syncing up, and it's beautiful. Are you Roman's little bitch? He says. Another another spinning rock bottom. Solo Sokoa ends up being the sleeper agent that The Rock sent. <laughs> I actually heard that theory too, that Solo was sent by The Rock. I did it for The Rock. That'd be hilarious. There he is. He was, so Solo was like not himself the first half of the match. He's finally showing up. He got He's been a couple times. I know. Yes, I hit my head on the turnpo turnbuckle, and now I'm gonna go ahead and walk back into the ring because the ring <coughs> didn't do anything to my head. Read of the ring, poor read of the ring post, and there's Jimmy, and there's they are, <laughs> and Solo's gonna get pissed because he didn't want them breaking up his match. Yeah, y'all are ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, race to survive, Alaska. Rinvoke. Brought to you by Rinvoke. So, have you heard this? Uh, have either of you heard this where people are saying now, if you're having trouble coming up with a name for your D&D &D character, just pick a name of one of these stupid, like, over-the-counter medicines like Rinvoke or something else to be your D&D <laughs> &D name? That's something I'm going to do for this upcoming campaign. <laughs> What's your name? Corporal I'm Atrexia. Corporal Nexium. Corporal, yeah, ne Corporal Nexium. And there we go. <laughs> All right. There it All right. is. It was a fun time. Was it? <laughs> was. Was it? I mean, it was good with you guys. I think it was only fun. So, final thoughts before we log off for the night? What was the point of making it a draft? There was I mean, nothing different. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Of um, course, I'm gonna have to look at the res I'm gonna have to look up who the rest of the picks you're not gonna tomorrow watch morning. Talk? You're not gonna watch no. Raw Talk? Bro, I came home and I was already late, and so I hopped on to do this, and I still have yet. I'm gonna go take a shower after this, but. I'm not surprised of who's going where, I guess, because someone makes sense. I'm interested to see how this women's title situation is going to work. I guess we'll have, have to another thing where they throw the belts at each other. Yeah, that's that's the only that's the only thing I'm quasi interested in with this whole with the whole draft thing. And now we got the red bland, red brand and blue brand uh, red is bland. red bland. Yeah, red bland and blue bland is. How are they gonna? How are they gonna flip flop the belts? They have, 
you got backlash coming up this weekend, which from a quote unquote common sense story writing standpoint, you do have opportunities for certain belts to go back to their respective brands. And then after that, you got next month is a champion, not a champions, right? No, not even not next month. Two weeks later, after Backlash is Night of Champions. Yeah, for all of this. So there you go. So you do have two big opportunities for the belts to 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 even out, as it were. One would hope. One would hope. Yeah, and I'm interested to see what happens after Backlash and Night of Champions because WWE doesn't have a pay per view in June because the next pay per view after Night of Champions isn't until July, and that's Money in the Bank. And of course, the rumor rolling around that they are—they're just letting Roman get his thousand days, and then at the at the Night of Champions, that's when he's going to lose his belts. So, unless they don't, unless they keep pushing it for him to beat the damn. I, now. I still think yeah. that he's going to lose it at SummerSlam. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> no, nah, he wanted to be here. I, I messaged him. He's just something came up with his family, but he really wanted to be here. I but have yeah, no idea, so. Adolfo. I don't know what they're going to do with this. It, it seems like they they need to figure out how this is going to work mechanically, and they still haven't. Yeah. But it's not that they haven't. It's just that there's a mustachioed individual. Who likes big, sweaty men. Who likes big, sweaty men and is going to fuck it all up. Yeah. Easily. So. Easily. Oh and that's well, the final line. The final word. Yeah. Because Adolfo said so. Because Adolfo said so. Honestly, like I said, normally I would be watching this by myself, and it's always hella boring, but we can be hella bored together. (laughs) It's not saying much for the product if it's hella boring. Yeah, true. Can I, if I'm being honest, at least, like, when I'm watching it by myself, I am thoroughly more entertained when I, and I look forward to SmackDown, but I always dread Raw. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, three hours I was just like if you made it interesting I would care but it's not because 80% of Raw is usually just promos anyways or promos into a, a, an ad break and the, yeah no oh that was a slog <laughs> oh my goodness but I was entertained and we can officially say that the draft will have an update later but officially the draft is over for 2023 yep freaking all right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, Bye Adolfo. Right. And with that, we come to the end of the Biconics podcast, hosted by me, brought in by Mikey, all those good things. We had a lovely time sitting here slogging with you. Check out all of our stuff on the socials that I talked about earlier in the thing. Please tell your friends about this. We want to have more people listening to this. If you enjoy it, Liquid Death, sponsor me. And Mikey, I've enjoyed sitting in your shoes for a little bit tonight and doing all that stuff. I really appreciate you more because of it. Next time, jump on with me. You're Hold up. God damn it. <laughs> Technology, folks. No, but I do appreciate that because it is a lot of running around behind the scenes, getting everything together, making sure everyone is where they're supposed to be. And even though I was giving you shit throughout the thing, like, it's not as fun when I don't have my co-host with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's tougher to get on board with it, but hopefully we didn't bore you too much here. And remember... From all of us here at the Biconics, you are Biconic. Just yes. And when we come back with our regularly scheduled episode, it will be after Backlash has happened. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some AEW stuff and what NXT Battleground and AEW Double or Nothing is looking like. Because 
Tony Khan, I have some words with you in terms of some of these stories going to double or nothing because air quote stories. I have no idea what's going down. I have some thoughts and feelings that certain matches shouldn't have happened that happened on the weekly television show the last couple of weeks that could have been safe for Double or Nothing. We'll talk about it later. But until then, from all of us here at the Biconics, remember, take care of yourself, love one another, let the good times roll, and as always, be your true Biconic self in everything you do. Biconic? <laughs> We're going to make that a thing. But ta-ta for now. Bye! Thank you so much for tuning in to another Vibe Tribe production. What's going to happen next time? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out. But until then, remember, audio podcast land, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, make sure that you keep the good times rolling. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.